Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am Michael Petra, your host and one of the debaters on the show. It is my job to tell you who you are brought to us by. No, who we are brought to you by, maybe. Well, we're brought to you by somebody, and those are the folks down at Proper Design Works, a custom clothing and embroidery manufacturer here in our hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. They have two sides to their business. We will start with the commercial bulk side. This is for big orders of, say, like patches, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, you name it, if you can put it on your upper body, these guys will cover you en masse. Big bulk orders, okay? Say you're a baseball team, or your baseball league, for that matter, and you want to get some really cool jerseys. Contact the guys at Proper Design Works, all right? They're going to give you a great smoking fucking Winnipeg local deal, okay? Uh, on top of that, say you're like my mother, and you're in a gardening club, and you want to look good when you go to your gardening competitions. You want the flowers on your shirt to mean business? Contact the people down at Proper Design Works. Maybe your new business, and uh, you want some cool patches to hand out to your uh, potential customers. Another reason, do I need to say it? Contact my friends at Proper Design Works, okay? Uh, then the second side, which is the more fun, cool, creative side, they've got a custom clothing uh, aspect to what they do, which means if you're looking for, say, a bespoke tailored pair of jeans or a new dress shirt to go with that custom-made suit, or you've been playing with this really kooky idea and you just don't know anybody who's good with a, with a needle and thread, send them an email start talking to them about your design clothing is the poster which we express ourselves through the world right we put it on our bodies we're telling the world who we are essentially you don't want to look like 50 other people you want to look like you right you want it to be tailored to your body fit to you naturally none of this off the shelf shit so if you need 50 of one thing or just one of something proper design works has got you covered don't take my word for it check them out on instagram at proper design works and then when you're ready to place an order because I know you will be, info at properdesignworks.com. Send them an email, start talking to them. Uh, we've also got an event that's coming up on the show. We're not on our show, but we wanted to tell you about on our show. Uh, we're friends with a lady named Leanne Funk. She owns the Winnipeg Supper Club, which is a uh, pop-up event company that pairs amazing local chefs with really great venues. And you have a pop-up restaurant happen. It's a super fun thing to do. I've done a couple of them, and I've also worked for her on a couple of them as well. So I've seen both sides It is a great fucking time. No matter the reason that you're there, this one is happening. Okay. She's putting one together with torque brewery here in Winnipeg, eight 30 King Edward street, August 16th at 6 PM dinner starts. Okay. And it's a Southern barbecue and blues night theme. All right. On the menu, not one, not two, not three, four fucking meats to choose from. Okay. You've got pulled pork, and Dewey sausage, brisket, and pork ribs. And the sides, they're like straight out of some crazy Food Network special about, about Southern barbecue, okay? You got cornbread, baked beans, cream corn, potato salad, and coleslaw, okay? Once you're done digesting and enjoying your craft brewery from Torque Beer, craft beer from the Torque Brewery, um, you're going to get to sit down and listen to local blues artist Dustin Harder uh, treat you to an evening uh, with a three-piece band doing some Southern blues with that barbecue okay he's been compared to people like peter green and eric clapton and he's got a very feel good rock and prairie soul vibe going on dinner like i said is at 6 p.m show starts at 8 30 tickets are only 85 fucking dollars we all know dinner for one person if you're gonna go out on the town probably 50 bucks drinks and everything included right then a ticket to go to a concert probably 60 to 80 bucks so you're already winning at 85, okay? And unfortunately, yes, this is for only locals in Winnipeg. Uh, we wish you all could come, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, so if you want to get tickets and you want to support a really great local event, you want to support a local business, you want to see shit like this come back, this is how you do it. You buy tickets, you go, and you have a good fucking time, and then you're like, Mike was right. 
This is so much fun. www.winnipegsupperclub.com is the website. That's where you can buy tickets. You can also find them out on Eventbrite. Uh, please do it. I can't say how much of a good time you're going to have, and uh, you'll probably see me there. So that's that. Uh, the show this week, we have James Beaver from Beaver Does Movies, local Winnipeg movie podcast. Uh, we've got Todd and Sean McGinnity from Sean Geek Podcast, a podcast about all geek things from two geek dads. It's a really great premise. And they came on to ask the question, if we could go back to any high school from any movie, what would it be? Knowing what we know now. Uh, useless points are always awarded to such things as the atmosphere of said school, activities, what kind of teachers you'd have, and the location. All right, so that's what you're in for this week. Uh, it was a good time podcasting with these guys. It, it's like I've known them for years. It was a super great vibe in the room, and that's always kind. Of, you're always kind of nervous first time podcasting with somebody you don't know. Um, I don't need to tell you guys. If there's probably tons of you out there who, who, who are trying this thing. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say I had a blast with you guys, and uh, we look forward to having you back on the show. Uh, for all things Real Debaters, at Real Debaters on Twitter and Instagram. All the spelling is R-E-E-L for the reels. Uh, the Real Debater podcast, search it on Facebook. The email, uh, Debaters at gmail.com. Send us a request for an idea for a show. The website, uh, Podbean com. That's www.podbean.therealdebaters.com. That's where you can also listen to the podcast. I'm out of breath and I'm out of words, so fuck it. Let's just cue the reel and you enjoy the show. Isn't that slightly based off of uh, Duke the Dumpster Jersey? <laughs> well, there's that, yes. Uh, funny enough, in that episode, Roddy Piper is in it. Are you serious? As the animal who lives out of his car. <laughs> but isn't okay? Um, Bubbles from Trailer Park yes. Boys. Yes. Wasn't it, is is this kind of loosely based on? Uh, no, I think it's around the same time. Okay. <laughs> the, the green was. Well, <laughs> Is it uh, the Green Bastard? That's the Green exactly, Bastard. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. The Green Bastard. I went and saw them live. They did one of those like. Uh, tr- yeah, we did too. And, and you or, know what? Like, uh, I was. Or there. no, I did. Sorry, you did. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Because I have a hard time. Like you, you watch the show for so long, and then you go and see them live, and you want to see them in the form you know, but then it's nothing remotely close. There's a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. There's a huge disconnect. Like they came up to the side of the stage and started handing out shots, and I was like, "What episode is this from?" Because I don't know. Any, I, just, I don't That's recognize any of this 10. shit. That's season ten. Okay. <laughs> season 10, yeah. Actually, when I saw them, I saw them at the uh, the casino. But prior to going to see them at the casino, they actually had that particular show on Netflix. Oh, really? What? So, so I had watched it prior, so I actually knew what was coming up before it actually happened. Oh, ah, okay. Oh, like the live. Yeah, the live one. Oh, they. Oh, okay. So it is based off of some sort of scripted version of the yeah. show. And Bubbles used to open for Guns N' Roses all the time. Really? Yeah, he'd just do an acoustic set. <laughs> as Bubbles. I I don't think I've ever heard him not talk like Bubbles. Has, have you guys ever heard him? I, yeah, yes. I haven't. It's so yes. weird. Yeah. Well, he had that sh- that they they, they had that alternate show. Swearnet. Swearnet. Okay. And, and he wasn't Bubbles. No. It was actually awesome. 
I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you that. Watch Swear Net. Yeah, I think it's on all of them. Are it was on Netflix character. at one point. I, I saw an interview yeah. with all three of them, and he was doing most of the talk, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't he one? He's he's not. If not one of the major writers, like the head writer of yeah. the show, right? Be, That's yeah. I, I. Fucking Julian. Fucking Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, ro- the rocket ship episode. And I've got very few in my belt when it comes to Trailer Park Boys, but the one that I'll always remember is when he tries to get um, Ricky to play with his rocket. <laughs> and he's doing the radio calls back and forth. He was like, breaker, breaker. And then Ricky's like, fucking 10 4, come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you say it, Ricky. <laughs> I just saw real life bubbles last week. A guy just saw Shopping Cop went, looked around, and then just took it with him. I'm like, <laughs> Oh shit! And that's something Bubbles would do. So yeah. you have to kind of question. And he was trashing it so he could fix it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Throwing it down. He was like checking the wheel, and then he went, and then just started walking off a bit. And he had like he's trying to balance himself and on his bikers at the same time like this. So COVID brings out the crazies, man. Yeah, I love it, it so does. I wanted to dive back into my I'm like get get me out of here. All <laughs> right. Well, before we go on any further, the the, the for anybody who's who's been following us these are three voices that i have never had on the show that i am super fu- we've been talking about this for, for a long yeah. for a long time and in in over in, in undertaking this adventure of podcasting I've, I've i'm finally at a point where i'm like okay i got the scheduling mastered and you know all the little Do you I, well oh, teach. i shouldn't i shouldn't <laughs> say mastered but i should say i've got some sort of system so post show we can we can compare notes yeah yeah you um, told all of us a lesson so oh well like we were talking, yeah. like yeah, we we're talking outside. This is more homework than I've ever done for <laughs> any type of podcast ever. I'm, I'm usually the one who, on purpose, yeah. does not do any research. So well, that I can that, give my two cents. See, on on our show, this that's the, that's the whole shtick. He knows he knows nothing going in, and we throw shit at him, and he takes it apart. And without any homework, he sounds better than everybody else. That's that, that's his whole shtick. And you know what? I try. I have I have a couple friends who are like, you know what? Call us when you're not doing a homework episode because it's a lot more fun just to shoot the shit. Because I've realized, yeah, this 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 kind of th- this part of the show where we're not just shooting the shit and talking about movies and such, it does require a certain level of love of movies because you have to look at them through a different lens so i've i've realized over time that certain people gravitate to this side of the show and other people gravitate to the other side of the show and and in thus i know where to put people so today who i've put in the living room with me we've got james beaver hello hello from beaver does movies and we have got sean and todd mcginty McGinnity. McGinnity. Yeah. I'm sorry, I fucked up the uh, Scottish or Irish. Which one? Let's go with Irish. The brothers McGinnity is, yes. is, is what I referred to you as. Yes. Hold up, hold up. It's McGinnity. Yeah, well, I've been calling you McGinty on I know. every single episode you've been on. <laughs> so does Sam. Not corrected me once. James, you are that's in a fine. room where I mispronounce a fuck ton of shit. So nor- the normal crew that's in here. It's will okay, call George. Me on. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I do the same too. So I, we're, I'm on the same boat. Perfect. <laughs> Have you ever gotten anyone's name right? James. Never. Okay. I, I got a co-host. I keep messing it up. I don't want to start today. Let's keep you. <laughs> let's keep continuity going for you, sir. Yeah. So we've got the Sean Geek podcast and Beaver does movies in the house, which yeah. we all met at the podcast fest last year. Yes. And yeah. kind of shot the shit, walked across, talked to each other on the tables, and then I was like, "Hey, these guys, we have to get you back." So here we are today. So fuck it, let's just get into it. Yes. All right. Yeah. First thing I wanted to talk about with you guys was a couple months back. Uh, they announced that Chris Hemsworth was going to be playing Hulk Hogan, which from playing Thor, we know he can pack on the muscle. That's not the question I want to ask today. The question I want to ask today is, is that first question, 
we'll start with James because you have somewhat of a wrestling background. Yes. Okay. Um, do you think out of all of the 80s and 90s, of all the wrestlers, is this the launch pad for starting to do biopics on, like we had the wrestler with Mickey Rourke, yeah. right? We know that that was probably loosely based on some Jake the Snake and some other wrestlers' troubles. But this is going to be a biopic about a specific wrestler. Is this a good story to start on? Well, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, <laughs> so, this, uh, How long did that take? <laughs> it was going right in my head right there. Uh, this isn't the first biopic. There was one that came <clears throat> before it, which was Wrestling With My Family. Okay. Which was a rock produced. Yes. All right. So that's, but when it comes to like main names and launch, about that every single person, not yes, just yeah. people into wrestling knows, uh, I don't think this is the right person. Who do you think is? Uh, I've got two names in mind. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, Chris Jericho. I think it's his story <coughs> from being the son of Ted Irvine, living in Winnipeg, putting up with being too small, being told that he can't do it. And they're going in to be one of the most recognizable names in wrestling ever. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, he's not just wrestling anymore. No, he no, plays no. in his way yeah. bigger than, uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. than anyone. And just to go from you know having his mom being a paraplegic and being the son of a hockey player and going to Mexico, going to Japan, having a very terrible training from a heart family member. It's just so thrilling and all the tragedies dealt with as well. It would be great for a biopic. I agree, actually. And then, I, and then yeah. I've got a second one. Okay. And I, this is the gimmick I kind of want to do. Uh, have you guys ever seen Honey Boy? I've been meaning to. John, Todd, no. have you guys picked it up yet? It's uh, no, yet. Shia LaBeouf uh, kind of bio- semi-autobiographical story. And he plays his own dad. He plays his own dad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's about him as That's a child, trippy. as a child actor, and he plays his own dad. I want them to do that, but with The Rock, and The Rock playing his own dad. Ooh, the original I, well, Rocky Maivia oh. playing Rocky Maivia. He did play Rocky his Johnson dad he in, did, that 70s show. in that 70s show. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was all kinds of awesome. So he's done it before, but I think his story, too, going from being the son of a, a known wrestler, like third generation. Yeah, he's already, in, he's already in the family, essentially. And then he tried to carve his own niche, trying to play for the Edmonton Eskimos in the CFL. Calgary, Calgary, Calgary Stampeders. That's it. Miami Dolphins, Calgary Stampeders. It was in Alberta. I have a soft heart on for the rock at all times. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm very well versed on all things. And then to decide, I'm just going to go into wrestling. And then when he's in there, he's pretty much shit on from the beginning. Oh yeah. And then to go that and change his character and become one of the most successful wrestlers, then to take that and to become a movie star. It's a, That'd be the perfect biopic, in my opinion. It is because it, he used he used wrestling. I mean, to 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 note on both things, Chris Jericho has one of the he's got one of the grittier stories. Yeah, which has a little bit. I I, I think Rock's story would play better because it's the underdog. Yeah, right. And and I mean, I think his product. I, I don't know what the number is in his production company. I think it's thirteen bucks or something. But that's the amount of money he had when he left the Calgary Stampeders uh, and went into wrestling. Okay. So he calls his production company the, I didn't the money that. that he had in his pocket. Uh, Sean, what about you? What do you think would be a... If not the Hulk, who do you think would be a good story? I was kind of leaning towards Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> oh. Just 
just because there's been so many ups and downs. He had that whole thing with uh, Elizabeth and then his breakup with Elizabeth. I think there's a nice love story angle you can use to bring in, you know, one half of your audience. That's some they, of the original kayfabe was... Have you guys heard that oh, word at all? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, never wrestling. heard of it. You've though. never heard yeah. it. I was, sorry. I, I, I was looking over here. Just make <laughs> you. I know. <laughs> Todd, do you know? Do you know kayfabe? Okay. No. <laughs> A brief breakdown of kayfabe, James. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, kayfabe is essentially what wrestling invented accidentally, and it's where a fake story takes a real life aspect and adds it to make the fake story bigger, but then that story becomes real. Am I right about that? Wrong. Wrong? Okay, all right. That, that is a, called a shoot. Kayfabe is what they do to protect the business. So say you guys are fans, and I'm with someone that I was meant to be wrestling that night. I'll go kayfabe, and then we'll start. Are we going to act this out? And then basically we will separate. Uh, there might be enough room here. Just to protect the business <laughs> to make it. That coach looks pretty comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> the, whole, <laughs> the whole thing with kayfabe is to make it as real as possible. While being fake at the same time, right? Uh, no, it's basically you you meant to make it look like okay. that. You, you are your character, so you don't see... Okay, that's where I was confused. There, there's, okay. no, there's no delineation between you and your character publicly. Like, yes. Ever. Like Undertaker ever. and Kane, they're not actually bro- brothers. But if they were in front and they asked, hey, are you uh, are you guys related? They'll go, okay, fame. And they're like, yeah, of course we're brothers. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, that, they'll call okay. it out. They'll they, call they, it out, they, yeah. They'll say that just to, as a sign to each other. To say, hey, there's some fans around, or marks as they call it. Let's keep kayfabe so we don't expose the business and people don't go, wait a minute, they're best friends. Why would I pay to go watch two friends fight each other? Okay, see, Eric Weinstein was on Rogan's podcast and he was explaining it for the people with a Harvard degree. So I think I kind of missed some points in there, Todd. Yeah. So I'm glad James could correct me because if he wasn't here, I'd be invited. bullshitting out my ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but they used to play kayfabe on people training to become wrestlers. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, would, they, they think it's real wrestling and they go to a wrestling camp. They get the shit kicked out of them. Sorry, can I say shit? You can yeah. fucking fuck all, all fucking right, day. Awesome. <laughs> so so they get they get their ass kicked, they get beat up, they're training for I don't know, a series of months six and after six months and then after they realize, you know what? This kid's good. We're going to take this kid in. Okay, now we're going to explain how wrestling really works to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean the 6 months I just got my my yeah. shit kicked in and they think for, it's real for nothing? Yeah. Wow. That's how okay. far the kayfabe Boot goes. Camp. Um there's been times where a wrestler doesn't learn that until their first match. Yes. Mid-match. Oh, so he's like, kayfabe now? And you're like, what the fuck? They didn't tell me about this in training. He's like, listen, kid, you're going to lay here, and you're going to come and g- give me a punch. Not too hard, though. And explain it to them during the match. Yeah. Like, that's the part of kayfabe, because they want to make sure that they 100% want it and everything like that. And they do some horrendous stuff. So that plays into the whole Macho Man thing with their their tumultuous relationship yes. actually was a tumultuous relationship. I have a recommendation if you want to know more about Macho Man Randy Savage. On I know what you're going to say. On Crave Dark Side of the yep, Thing. Yeah, I've watched the, such a great series. The episode, that is my probably oh. my favorite episode, mm. I think. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the guy who directed all the segments for that did Hobo Over Shotgun. Yeah, that's right. So, great yeah. movie. So, um, so you shouldn't have brought up wrestling. I clearly shouldn't have started the with room. wrestling. No, uh, that's, that's fi- fine. One final note. <laughs> yeah. Macho Man's final elbow drop was in the movie Spider-Man. Yes, it yes, was. That's right. Yes, he it was because he took on Spider-Man. Yeah. 
in that cage match. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> Buzzsaw. Yeah. Um, so, so Macho Man for you, Sean. I think, yeah, just there, I think from a because my, my big background is writing, right? So, okay. looking at how uh, the arc of someone and getting everyone in the audience, like getting both sides of the audience, the you know male, female people, like the love story. It's got the love story, but it also has the love for wrestling. The um, and it, he, it, tr- and a truly an honorable guy. Like he wasn't a dick. No, he wasn't. No. Warrior was a dick. Oh, warrior God. was a dick. Yeah. yeah. I don't want a warrior biopic. No. No freaking way. Especially steroids, think- cocaine, and late nights. That's all you'd have. You'd have three. You have three scenes, and you'd yeah. be done. Yeah, I'm at the gym again. <laughs> Especially if they go the yeah. biopic route where they try and humanize him. I don't want the warrior to be humanized. Because God no. He has said some terrible things. He's done some terrible things. And I think Hogan's a bad choice because he's so overexposed. We all know everything. Even people yeah. that don't watch wrestling know Macho Man there's a lot of behind the scenes kayfabe stuff that would play well yeah. in, a, in a film I totally agree also uh, a Hulk Hogan biopic will be full of lies if he's involved he, he is involved yeah, then of it's going to be full of it's, lies it's, he's, he's going to be and there's two Hogan biopics come, happening really there's not just one there's two yeah because uh, there's Hogan, always two at the same time there's the good one and then there's the low end low budget mm-hmm. first to theater one like yeah. Steve Jobs like Steve like Jobs Steve exactly yeah. Jobs and Steve Jobs same yeah. thing <laughs> Todd, what do you think? I want to see how it plays out. You really won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother. It's Todd a, does a wicked macho man. Like we even have a, an ad on our show that that Todd did. And he does. He does. Uh, what do we call him? Randy Brutal. Randy Brutal. We call him Randy Brutal. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're interested to see because the Hogan story from from the notes I've read is is the '80s rise, right? It's well, not. That's. I mean, when you look at Hulkamania, that was what it was i mean it wasn't a macho mania it wasn't uh ronnie Ma- savage mania it was it was hulk hogan he was the the star macho he's, mania, he's the one that they man. raised <laughs> he's the one that they raised up he is he is the hood ornament was, for the yeah. wwe yeah. back in the day i mean he had his own cartoon and everything like that oh he's yeah a cartoon with the bushwhackers in it and uh, and the nasty oh my no, god no, that, that, uh, Not that it, one. No, uh, the the rock and wrestling. Rock and one. wrestling. Rock and wrestling. Oh, was that that was Saturday mornings, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. I'm 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 kayfabe. Well, JYD was in it. Uh, Brad Garrett. Junkyard dog. Junkyard dog. <laughs> was it, uh, Brad Garrett is the voice of Hulk Hogan from Everyone Loves Raymond. The, what? Yeah. Shut I up. did not know. That. And you know who um, Junkyard Dog was? No. Uh, James Avery, Uncle Phil. Come on. Because Uncle, Uncle I Phil, I can't. I can't put the two together. Uncle well, Phil did a lot of cartoon work. Yeah, though. Shredder. He was Shredder. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I want Jake the Snake. Yes. And I yeah. own. And and it's and it's mostly because if you're gonna do a biopic on wrestling with a wrestler who's come like Hulk Hulk Hogan walked out on a high note. Okay. Behind the scenes contracts, salary negotiations, yeah, yeah. WCW, NWO, all that stuff. I mean, that's still kayfabe. But he walked out on a high note. He really. He's he he won't get gritty. And Jake the Snake on Rogan's podcast was probably oh. one of the most eye-opening oh, podcasts yeah. I've ever Did listened to. Did you watch to. his uh, the documentary on him? Yeah, phenomenal. We, we actually I we, I went to go see him when he came here at the park. Oh, when he did his like spoken word mm-hmm. story thing. It was awesome. I it was awesome. <laughs> Were you there, James? No. no. There's there's things. Why? <laughs> Did bring the snake? No, no. I actually, Damien, he's I terrified actually, of snakes. Apparently yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. I actually know the guy who would lend him the snake when he was in Winnipeg. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a, a wrestler, and I've actually had that snake on me after a match. 
You've had another man snake on you, James? Twice. <laughs> were you laying down on the mat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How calm were you? I was actually getting dragged out by my uncles, and I was uh, doing my best Metal Gear Solid impression, going, Snake! <laughs> <laughs> they just, there's, there were so many stories that he was talking about. And the, 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 my, the, the ones that I want to see on screen are those, because it's the over-the-top lifestyle that, obviously isn't just in the ring like you yeah. don't you're not the rock like the rock is always the rock he's a he's a lower he's he's a dialed back version when he's obviously doing interviews and he's away from the camera but he has made his persona so well known that he just has like the eyebrow goes up yeah. and then it's there and with jake the snake there's so much dirty and so much gritty that i feel like when he talks about how like he was like well i'm not going to tell you there wasn't steroids but there was steroids, yeah. and it would be like Vince just opening up a locker room door, being like, "Go in, I'll send the guys to you after the matches, right?" Yeah. And then talking about how they couldn't get their drugs across state lines, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he'd put them in the bag with the snake, and then yeah. he would get to the to yeah. the, the the checkpoint, and they'd be like, "Well, we need to see what's in the bag." And then Jake would be like, sure, okay. But, you know, he hasn't eaten in five days and he's a little pestery. What do you mean he hasn't eaten? There's a snake in the bag. Okay, you can go on the plane. (laughs) And and Jake the snake would take a 20% cut of everybody else's steroids just to smuggle them. That's what I want to see in a movie. That's what I tell you, brother. Right? Like, that's... Definitely worth a different movie. Right? You know? From what I've heard, though, uh, the wrestler, a lot of that is based on Jake. Oh yeah, and that, I'm Jake not and, surprised. Like, some chic, maybe a little iron chic in there too. Maybe that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, who was all used in that movie? Well, they uh, do have like a rip off of the Iron Sheik yeah, when he's doing those on, signings yeah. at yeah. that, yeah, yeah, that Comic Con. Yeah. Who he fights at the end, at the end? Yes, yeah. the Ayatollah, played by uh, Ernest Miller, who's okay. actually a wrestler himself. Yeah, he was all in right. WCW. Do yeah. do we think Hemsworth is going to do a good job? Oh yeah. 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 Well, it's Todd Phillips, right? So I'm yes. not concerned. I think Hemsworth isn't always great. No, with the right director, yeah, he, he can be great, but yes. he's not always great. Sometimes you just, oh, I'm gonna be Chris. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, no, you I, need someone to control him. I'm gonna yeah. be a face. Do you think he can do yeah. the voice? That's where I'm a little concerned because when he did it in the Heart of Darkness, the Moby Dick story, uh, he could not nail a Boston accent for the life of him. Like his, I haven't seen his, that one, so it, it wasn't good, eh? It, his the, accent wasn't good. The story is good, and if you're somebody who doesn't get doesn't fall out of the plot because of a bad accent, then it's a great story. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not the childhood tale that we've all come to know with the big white whale. Like it's a huge sperm whale and, and it's, it's a fight to the death and they get trapped in the, like it's, it's a great fairy tale story. But when he starts to drop his khakis, you know, you're just yeah. like, fuck man, like you need a dialect coach for the life of me. So that's <laughs> what I'm concerned about. Todd yeah. is the, is the, is the brother you know, yeah. and and getting all of and those. And can you do the quiet? Like, because that's the thing. Brother. Is it going to be <laughs> brother, brother, brother? <laughs> Listen here, brother. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. We all fucking. But then, know is it, it going to be over the top the whole time too? That's my right? concern. Is he going to be able to do the? You know, when I'm talking, kind of like, is he going to do that, or is he just going to be over the top the whole time? Like that director is yeah. going to have. Like he can't just walk in and do it. Like he's going to have to spend a lot of time. Like Hulk Hogan has a really deep voice. He yeah. does. Like you hear him in interviews yeah. where he's just talking. And it's deep and it's weird. And with and it being the 80s, I'm super interested who they get to play Mr. T. Because Mr. T is very de- like very there I, for a lot of his what do, you, what do you think the cutoff point will be for that film? I was trying to figure out. They're Simon doing the Andre. 80s. I, yeah, okay. That's exactly what I, 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 I agree. Perfect. I agree. That, that. That's where it ends. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the, the torch is passed. I think it should be as he picks them up. As he goes to bring him down, cut to black. Yep. 
or or cut to like a uh, a current day interview where he ends like the movie ends with him being like and that's how I slammed Andre. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. he's, oh. you know what I mean? Like it or opens it opens with that like okay uh, I don't like know I don't know if he's going to job to me. Yeah, exactly. Andre it, does what he wants. He's not going to job to me. How like a raging bull kind of thing? Totally. It opens yes. with them in the ring and then it mm. goes back to his rise and then ends with him slamming him yeah. and then you're like Hollywood, we wrote the film. Please exactly. contact us. <laughs> Listen to the guys in Winnipeg. We know what the fuck we're talking oh, yeah. about. It would have been. It would be funny if it's like a flash forward, but it's him in WCW <laughs> talk, talking to the Big Show. Because when the Big Show first debuted, he was, he was the son of the giant. Yeah. yeah, he was dubbed the son of Andre the Giant, yeah. just because he was a tall guy. That's a little. I didn't. That's I didn't. I didn't, I didn't like lazy. that. I didn't like that. Oh. To me, that was blasphemous. And then they had a uh, monster truck fight. In a monster in a monster truck, they were on top of a roof. Monster truck fighting each other. Uh, I'm not surprised. And then Hulk Hogan threw him off a building. Oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> you all know, that shit. You know what we didn't? Who we didn't mention? McFoley. Oh god. Like yeah. how did how did yeah. I? I mean, I didn't even think of him to to. Yeah, that's good. I really would like uh, Kevin James playing himself. Because <laughs> did you know Kevin James was in the same yeah. amateur wrestling school? You brought that up with me. Did really? You know yeah. They were both together in it. I'm sure wrestling. You're a wrestling team. fucking encyclopedia, man. Pretty much. Seriously, we're going to do a whole whole show on wrestling. I thought I knew a lot, and then I talked to James, and he just totally schooled oh, yeah. me. As soon as I put this out there and then realized that you had wrestled for a bit, I was like, oh, yeah. man, I think I'm in over my head. I might be, <laughs> I might be talking shit up my ass here. Um, okay, next topic. This is, this is the warm-up round of the debate. Right, this gets our juices flowing here, so to speak. Um, I and this one I've been waiting to do for a while, and I figured it would be great to start with us. Um, Disney movies are always fun and light and easy, and they never push the envelope. But what if a Disney movie was turned into an R rating? <laughs> oh. What would you get? So. I'll start with this one to kind of give you guys my feel on this. Just where you're going to steal mine. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, well, no, 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 you go, though. Okay, all right, you all go. right, all right. Because yeah. we did, we, yeah, I, I have, see, these are the things that I forget to do. I'm like, okay, let's all pick something. But uh, I haven't confirmed what we've all picked, so we might have a double up here, but that's fine. I went with The Little Mermaid. Okay. Okay. All right, so I've reimagined The Little Mermaid. Ariel is a down-on-her-luck drug-addicted mermaid. <laughs> okay. Um, she's hooked to Dinglehopper. <laughs> Which, if we remember from the early scenes of the movie, it's the fork that yes, the, 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 dingle, yeah. the dingle hopper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so dingle hopper is now a street drug. Uh, Ursula is her drug dealer, right? Oh man, she's slanging yeah. dingle hopper, and she's got her on like she's got her on a short leash. Okay, um, Eric is a drug counselor on land, Prince Eric. So she runs into Eric during one of her like drug binges and realizes that he might be able to help her. So Ursula promises her that. <laughs> I will I will set you free on land and you've got your time to figure out how to fall in love with Eric. If you don't, you're hooked on Dinglehopper for the rest of your life and I've got you, bitch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> King Triton, her dad, he's a drunk. He's a deadbeat dad. He has he hasn't been paying any money into her future and he's been no he's he's drunk sitting there with a dead Triton, basically. She, he's useless. Um Ariel tries to turn the corner. Doesn't work out. She continues to crave the Dinglehopper and goes the way of uh, every famed female drug addict in any movie, which is uh, well, uh, not they grow female. legs. They grow they? legs. Yeah, <laughs> she grows legs and then happy ever after. That's as far as I got. Wow. But I thought, wouldn't it be fun to have some like to take that whole entire spin and kind of flip it? 
right? Yeah. It's lovely. It's happy. It's easy. I, I wanted I wanted to put it where she gets so desperate that she sells Sebastian <laughs> for more Dinglehopper and then snorts the Dinglehopper oh out God. of Sebastian's shell. <laughs> But I, oh. I, <laughs> yeah, you, wel- welcome to the show, guys. I'm the dark one. <laughs> Tell him flounder to a su- sushi yeah. chef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You get what I'm putting down, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I was going with this. Sean, you want to go take us down a road here? Well, my okay. I'm gonna go with my my original. My original was Pocahontas, but just played the right way. Okay, oh, the, the historical the way. Historical way. Okay. But then I don't. But then I, I was kind of torn, like. Oh, it's dangerous. It's, it's very dangerous da- to do. Like it's very, politi- da- it's yeah. very pol- politically dangerous. But if Disney made that film, maybe they would get a bit of respect back. Because when that film was released originally, they got crapped on. They did. Like, big time. They made it look like the genocide of the American Indian didn't happen. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And it was love and open arms as soon as John Smith hit the land. So I'm I'm sort of of the of the mind where they're doing uh they're doing Mulan, right? And they're doing it a, a bit more not I don't know historically accurate, but more grounded. Yes. So if they could actually redeem themselves on Pocahontas by doing the real story. Okay. So make it a little bit more gritty, a little yep. bit more violent, like accurate to yeah. they showed up, they basically stole their land, made their colonies and went, we've been here forever. Yeah. I like that. That would give, I would respect Disney for credibility. For, and I'm yeah. not trying to be funny or anything. No, I'm I just I, thinking I, yeah. like you want credibility. That's, that's how you get it back. That's total. And, and Disney makes puff, right? Like yeah. that's their job. Yeah. They don't like to push the envelope. I think they've said fucking three of their movies that don't quote me on that, but yeah, okay. I would even I would I would go back to Disneyland again I was, as soon as it's because safe. I was thinking like with Malevolent for, for that film. That film for me, I felt pushed some boundaries because they actually flipped the story. Maleficent, it, Maleficent. Sorry, Malevolent. Yeah, <laughs> Who's Malevolent. <laughs> well, she is Malevolent. She was. But, yeah, <laughs> but I, I out of all those Disney remakes or whatever, like live action remakes, I like that one because it's like okay, I didn't see this coming at all. It was very different. Like why. Beauty and the Beast is an atrocity, in my opinion. The remake, the, the remake, li- the live because action. they didn't do anything. It's horrible. It's horrible. I'm so sad about that because I love Dan Stevens, the guy who plays the Beast. Oh yeah. He, okay. Oh, he's so good in Legion, and it's just it's such a shame he kind of had to do a terrible movie like Beauty and the Beast. Do but, me one solid if you're going to speak again. Pull that microphone closer because you have a lovely voice in the like oh, that. Oh, there we go. There my we apologies. go. My apologies. Oh uh, yeah, Dan Stevens uh, is such a good actor. And it's such a shame that he did a bad movie like Beauty and the Beast. It was very clunky. Yeah. Josh Gad was great. Josh Gad was probably the standout. Luke Evans did nothing for me. He was just a pretty face. Why didn't they get The Rock for that part? No kidding. It makes no sense. Yeah. He he can sing. Yeah. And he he can do the boisterous voice. (laughs) Like, he's got it all, man. (laughs) Over-the-top operatic Disney bullshit. He's not going to sing like this. He's got to sing like this. (laughs) You know. I I thought Hugh Jackman would be good. Oh God! Yeah, As no kidding. On. Good, good pull. Yeah, I uh, yeah. yeah no, but just... Pocahontas. Uh, I'm totally imagining the whole movie now. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I have a little bit it's, of a mind that blank casting there. Choice where it's like, yeah, that 100 percent is so. Not much that better. Luke Evans is bad, but just visually, just didn't pull it off for yeah. me. I concur. He kind of kind of scrawny. He's often kind of just there sometimes. That guy doesn't eat seven or four dozen eggs a day. It's obvious, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's not he's good a... at expectorating <laughs> at all. <laughs> Todd, what's your dark Disney choice? Uh, 
Princess Bride. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you didn't specify whether it was supposed to be cartoonish wish. or not. No, that's fine. I didn't. But, I said uh, Disney movie. No, yeah. actually, I picked Pinocchio. Really? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Oh, no. That's okay. We have two reimaginings here. Okay. So depending okay. on what yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so my they're going to release both films at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> within a month of each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I had to write this down because apparently I had homework. So <laughs> yeah. <just> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to read this off here. So I put down, as a human, he wants to experience life in all aspects, eventually. Oh, boy. Uh, falls, on, know where you're going. falls on rough times because now he's a human, right? He, he needs to eat. He needs to, you know, do everything that a human does. He needs the basic necessities right. of life. I know where this so is then, going. Uh, so then he gets into crack and, <laughs> and then selling uh, DIY matchsticks on the side. Because <laughs> he just chisels him off his leg. <laughs> he's feeding for crack, so yeah. he makes a matchstick. Oh, my yeah. God. That's Jimmy awesome. Trickett. Cricket. Trickett. Yeah. Jimmy Trickett. Jimmy Trickett. <laughs> <laughs> What's to be tricking tries, a fucking pimp? Tries, yeah, that's his pimp. Tries to keep it. This is, but this was P, rated PG, right? Yeah, what R? R, 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 no, R, R, R. You said R. Take it dark. Yeah, it could make it. Well, it could go further. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so he keeps trying. Keeps him. <laughs> tries to keep on the straight and narrow, uh, but his human curiosity and now puberty with all the hormones that came oh, with it. Oh you know, you, you kind of go from there, but no, tell me where are we going? <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, with a guy named uh, Jiminy uh, Trickett, Trickett, Trickett. Uh, as his manager, <laughs> He's uh, be... he had to help him support his crack habit. Where's so I'm break sorry. into the inju- industry? The, the, the anatomically correct holes on Pinocchio? Are we dr- are we drilling them in with a hatchet? Oh no, oh, God. <laughs> Well, he could do some pretty interesting movies with his nose alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Lord. I think Tom Waits has to play Geppetto. All right, all right, <laughs> all right, Pin. <laughs> We're gonna sell you on the street. <laughs> okay, so we have a crack-addled Pinocchio. We have a drug-addicted Little Mermaid. We have an accurate representation of Pocahontas instead of you know whitewashing the shit out of it. Uh, James, what's your version of Pinocchio? Well, Geppetto. And his name is Geppetto for a reason. Geppetto is a pedophile that has been shunned from society. So he decides... Geppetto. 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 (laughs) Nice. This is a 2B classic right here. (laughs) He decides to make his own boy because he can't find anything else because he's been shunned from society. He's also managed to summon a spirit to try and bring the boy to life. But in the mid fruit. Something happens. Like, I don't know what happens, but Jimmy Cricket comes in and saves the day. So, oh. now, so now it's a road trip movie where Pinocchio is trying to get away from Geppetto. <laughs> so much so that he ends up inside the whale. And then that's and then there's an epic scene on top of the, the whale, Pinocchio versus Geppetto, where he throws him off and Geppetto dies. Die, you pedo, what's die. Your, what's your casting? Uh, Nicholas Cage's Geppetto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. So, <laughs> who's Pinocchio? <laughs> Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, that is exactly where I wanted it to go. One hundred percent. All in good fun, everybody. There is no way that any of us want to see any of these things actually happen, except Pocahontas. That's the only one yeah, I think yeah. could make yeah. it to the screen. <laughs> uh, but you you make a good point, Sean. Like. Disney's street cred, kind of. They mm-hmm. like uh, th- in prime example, 
and everybody knows about it, is Deadpool. What's yeah. Deadpool going to be now that Disney I'm has their so hands in the concerned. pie? Yeah. It's so concerned. I think, and we've we've talked about this before, I think they do a split. I think they make the R-rated version that we all want, and then they edit it for PG for kids and parents to go see it. Just like they did with Deadpool 2? Just yeah. like they did with Deadpool yeah. 2. I, and I, I, I almost think that during all that talk about buying each other's content, I think the guys at Fox were like, you know what? We probably should... Uh, make a like a normal easy version of this so that when Disney does come they're like we tried maybe you could take the ball and run with it now that we've made this softer version thoughts is that like Nickelodeon so they get Nick at night yeah so they have the, <laughs> so they have the we growing up we had the satellite dish so during What's the this? day during the day we had there's a preacher that was on and as oh soon my as, god! And yeah. as soon as it flipped, what time was it? Seven o'clock? Yeah, about seven o'clock. Seven yeah. o'clock. The Playboy Channel started. <laughs> uh, same channel. Same channel. Yeah, same channel. Same channel. Yeah. yeah. So same idea. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. I want Dirty Deadpool at night, and then Clean Deadpool in the afternoon for the matinee. Yeah. That everybody wins. I like it. Disney, right? Yeah. Don't 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 fuck with the secret sauce. Deadpool. There's a. There's just something there. Like they mastered breaking the fourth wall. They mastered just so many little idiosyncrasies that make that so movie do you, perfect. So oh, I'm trying to think here now. So you start with a, like a Walt Disney. Welcome to the world of Disney. And then that around seven or so, Andrew Dice clubs on. <laughs> so I got hickory, my tongue hickory up this <laughs> Perfect, man. Oh. I like the smoke. Andrew Dice Clay's yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> dark Marvel. He's got to be in Deadpool 3, man. That'd be oh, so man. killer. Marvel after dark. Yeah, there it is there right there. Just like Playboy yeah. After Dark. Yeah. Well, Marvel has their Marvel Knights line, right? All their uh, R-rated comic books and stuff. Yeah. That's where Jessica Fine Jones made her sure. appearance. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, Jessica Jones, you know, the TV yes, show. Um, yep, yep. Yeah, she had uh, she had a thing with um, with Ant-Man. That was, uh, she had a little tryst. She got set up with Captain Marvel, set her up with Ant-Man. Oh. And then the ants came while they're having sex. And <laughs> this is crazy, man. That, Very R rated. I can't imagine how that wouldn't break the mood. You're in, you're in the yeah. middle of coitus, and then all of a sudden, or fucking, he shrinks and goes he inside. Sh- <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. Wasn't Marvel Knights where the Punisher teamed up with Eminem? Oh God, there maybe, like, probably. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's Eminem, whole, the rapper. Yeah, there's a yeah. whole comic where oh, man. the Punisher teams up with Eminem. I I was heavy. Th- there's got to. I mean, crossovers are the new yeah. things. So. Punisher uh, visited Riverdale as well. Yes, that, awesome. I have that comic at home. It's awesome. And then there's also. Uh, uh, Riverdale versus the Predator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love when they do that. Don't bring us down the comic train. <laughs> oh, <God>. The comic. <laughs> but um, just back onto Deadpool, reeling it back in. Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of comedy also in him being super filtered. Yes. Amongst everyone else. Yeah. Like in the him, comics, he's bleeped all the time. I think there's a you lot, know yeah there is there's a lot of comedy, especially with him in like Spider Man, where he's they team up all the time. Yeah. He's like, hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. Why aren't you swearing? Why aren't you saying stuff like bleep, 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 bleep? bleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, it's bleeped on the page. And he's like, look, you know, talking to the uh, the audience, and Spider-Man's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of comedy okay. there. Yeah. So. yeah, there's a lot of potential there. I think, I think Marvel is actually, I think they've started to do it in the previous phase, but they're starting to do it now. A lot more team-ups. Yeah, well, it's what it's what we want, right? Yeah. And I mean, Deadpool, Wolverine, when it when it happens, I'm sure it's going to happen. It's yeah. got to. Ha- it just has to happen to shut all of us up. 
Yes. Right? <laughs> like, it's not even, it's just put it to bed, get the fans, give them what they it want. It just has to be one scene. It could be 30 seconds. Yeah. That's all they need. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine with an end credit scene yeah. at the end where, you know, Hugh Jackman's sitting in his living room and Deadpool comes and sits down. He was like, about fucking time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it just turns into, like, the two of them giving each other shit. Yeah, well, like, when they tried to recruit uh, Logan uh, Wolverine. Exactly. And, uh, fuck off. Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only time they were able to drop the F-bomb. I really... Uh, One f bomb per PG thirteen movie. Right. Yeah. We love that the, role. Uh, yeah. The Zoom reunion, yeah. where it ends with Ryan Reynolds calling in, and yep. everyone just leaves. Yeah, yeah. he invites <laughs> everyone from the first class. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, awesome. I'm warmed up. You guys warmed up? I'm warm. I'm lubed up. All right. We turned the air conditioning <laughs> off so it wouldn't ruin the podcast. You're lubed. I love that. <laughs> I'm shiny. All right. So um, th- today's debate, uh, inspired by a younger, better time for all of us. Uh, I have been playing with the idea of if you could do high school all over again, what high school from what movie would you want to go to? And where would you wh- why would you want to go there? Right. Because high school done the first time kind of like pregnancy. Not that I know anything about pregnancy, but um, the first time you're, you you have no idea what you're doing. And then the second time I hear it becomes easier. So if you could go back and do the one semi hard thing throughout your young adult life and make it cooler, funner, darker from what I know James is doing. <laughs> I, I finished it today at work. Oh, my God. It's going to be Westworld up in this motherfucker real quick. Um, so the whole purpose of the debate is to pick a movie where a school atmosphere is predominantly taking place. I'm not a stickler for like that has to happen there the entire time. Just an atmosphere that you would like to insert yourself in at a younger age. Um, why did you want to go there? Um, what did you want to experience? What was better there? Basically, just why a do-over would be more to your liking now than back then. Um, kind of inspired by the movie I picked, which was 10 Things I Hate About You, because it's the perfect quintessential high school movie, in my opinion. But we'll get there. So, uh, James, Yo. would you start us off, please, with what you've brought? And if you could regale everybody in the audience who's listening, um, just movie, all the little tidbits we talked about beforehand, just so that they can get, a, get an IMDb of it, kind of. Yeah, I'm just going to get it ready right sure. now. Sure. You, you may have to edit this. That's, fuck. Oh, we, don't, we, we play do, it hard and loose man. No, I don't edit. <laughs> edit some suckers. Everybody knows we have homework. Yeah. <laughs> it's now called homework in honor of Todd. <laughs> so the movie I picked was a sequel to a movie called Class of 1984. Which Whoa, is a, what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even realize that. It's okay. a sequel slash remake. He decided... Hey, I want to do my movie again, but this time I want to add robots. And it's like, uh, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> if they did that with every movie, I would never complain. Rock. It does make a movie better when yeah. you add cyborgs. And so it's directed by the original guy, uh, Mark L. Lester. Okay. Uh, it was released in 1990, even though it's 1999, so it's nine years in the future. Good vintage. Uh, and it stars Stacey Keach. <laughs> it certainly does. Malcolm McDowell. St- mm-hmm. uh, Stacey Keach in that movie just looks amazing. Those eyes. And, and uh, Pam Grier. And the movie is about, uh, basically, the world has gone to shit. Every, all the students are rebelling against each other. There's different gangs, all that sorts. And this government defense program decides, hey, let's sort these kids out. And they bring in war robots, because apparently that's a thing in 1999. <laughs> Don't remember that. And they, and they decide... You didn't go to my school. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> And they decide, let's just put them on the kids. Let's sort these kids out from the ground up and just 
beat the shit out of him. Pardon me for just some backstory here, but correct me if I'm mistaken. It's it's a specific school in a certain area, right? Yes. It's, like it's a really hard, like a gang filled area, and it's they wanna, pretty much yeah. in the middle of a gang warfare. Okay. And so, sign re- me up, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, I wanted to do this because my life in school. I, I've gone to two schools. First was a Catholic school, sucked. And then the second one, I, I did the improvement thing. I'm imagining you in an outfit right now, oh, but I don't know how the skirt I, I, would fit. I, I, I had the whole, the whole blazer and everything. Dude. You had the boy. Oh, man. I had a blazer oh and a sweater and a tie, everything. And I had to go to mass every every week, and it sucked. And so, and then the second one, I, I did the, the thing where you improve yourself, you, you do better. But I, I want a bit of action. Was I, this wrestling school or was this school school? <laughs> this is school. But I, I, I want a bit of action in, in my life. And nothing is better than having to, you know, make peace between two gangs, <laughs> the Black Hearts and the Razorheads, <laughs> to fight against robotic teachers who one of their special moves is to spank you so hard it breaks your asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. better than... The look having... on that guy's face when he was doing it, you really oh, like man. that. Yeah. <laughs> he was or, in it full board. Or Pam Greer getting so mad at you, she puts a stiletto on foot and just grinds in. Yeah. And then you got the, the school teacher who's pretty much just beating people to death just for the fun of it. And yeah. so that is what I want to do. I start off as the foreign kid because I am a foreigner. And so I come in and I'm kind of in between everybody because they don't trust me. They're probably going to beat me up. You're an outsider. Some of them are on edge, which is the uh, hard drug of choice in this movie. Which and is like Coke because they were snorting it. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Or if you uh seen RoboCop 2, kind of like Nuke. Okay. Very similar effects. And so I'm trying to, but then I'm seeing these teachers brutalizing students. So I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm saying, hey, teacher's pretty fucked up. Do you want to, you want to? deal with them you know you want to you want to do a truce and i'm teaming up with the main hero cody Culp, which is the best hero in a movie ever that's it that's the greatest name ever cody Culp. cody Culp. <laughs> so we decide hey yeah. what's going on with these teachers and then as the movie goes on they discover and then i want it to be where it's me cody Culp, and the leaders of the two gangs facing down with the androids and for some reason, I got a rocket launcher. <laughs> As standard issue high school fair yes. is a textbook, a pencil, and a rocket and launcher. Rocket launcher yeah. in, your, in your reimagining of your pretty, high school. Pretty okay. much. Because I want excitement. I want to face down an evil PE teacher with a rocket launcher. That's, that's, that's what I want to do. I, I've done the studying. I've done. I've, I've done. The, I get it. Okay, in comparison, I to need Catholic to improve school, my aim. Yeah, yeah. I need to improve my aim. Is that what <laughs> oh god, that's what they teach me. Oh god, if they have a robot priest as well, I'll, I'll, that's like the enemy. That's like my big showdown. That's my big epic moment. Me versus the priest, because you know, just so boring. Trying to throw holy water on you. Oh yeah, <laughs> which, is actually, which is actually acid. Exactly, it's actually acid. There you go. And they swinging like. Uh, prayer beads which are actually like morning starts there you go so there we go and that's how it ends and then it ends with uh, for some reason i blow up the school because you, you got to have an explosion at the end of a, a giant robot fight and then i know from there i guess i become a teacher myself and show how it's done do you do you do you do you go on to further educate yourself to go back and rescue the kids yes from from the hell that they've gone through for pretty much pretty much I uh I talk to the kids and I go, hey, I was one of you guys. I fought robot teachers. I know where you're coming from. I'm like the ally teacher, and that's how the story be- 
continued. So this is how your life changes by having gone back. What, what was the name of the high school again? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, that's fine. That's it's grown up, so it's gone. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but and, so, and what do you call this sequel? Or uh, the third, I guess this would be the third Class film. of 2020. Or would you do 2023? <laughs> just randomly, 20, like yeah. a few years in the future. No, 2020. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be 35. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Gentlemen, this is the portion of the show where we poke holes in this man's argument. Uh, so <laughs> who would like to go first? <laughs> if anyone t- tries to dispute my rocket, rocket launcher, I'm going to shut you down. I'm not disputing your rocket launcher. I do <laughs> like a good old-fashioned... In fact, I mean, who doesn't like a rocket launcher? I'm just the... My life expectancy is an issue in, in, in the question here. I, I and there's there's this is this is how you would redo high school. So there's nothing wrong with this at all whatsoever, <laughs> except for the fact that I think I would personally last like one period, <laughs> having just told one of these cybernetic beings to fuck off. And Malcolm McDowell, who, he was like the educational, yeah. like, he was kind of like the oversight guy, from my understanding in the movie. Um, I th- this th- it just doesn't seem like this school has your best interest at heart, mm. but that's just me. But with me being a new foreign kid, okay, uh, I'll be in the background, whereas they're more focusing on the gangs. So ah. I, I'm more watching, scouting, but secretly passing notes, going, "Hey, we got this together." All right. So it's like a secret mission. I'm using my uh, role as the outsider to try and get myself. And I would, I would even talk to the teachers and maybe kind of be a spy against them as well like, Ooh, a, like a double agent double agent okay so they 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 think of me as someone that will like hey oh, todd's got something to say Uh-oh. about this no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay first off this school is is delinquents correct yeah okay and they're all there and, and this is kind of the test place where they're going to yeah. be putting these robots now the thing is you're saying that you're coming is almost being everyone's friend yeah you have to be one of these delinquents in order yeah. to actually be in this school so what did you do to get there? Yeah, what did you do to get there? You're a foreign student. What did you do somewhere yeah, what did you else do? to be able to go to that? School? I wanted to uh, confessional here. Yeah, I, I yeah. Burned, you went I, to you went to Catholic school. You know how to confess. preach. Preach. <laughs> I burned down my last school. Okay. I, I I because I I wanted to go somewhere where the action is because I kind of have a a chip on my shoulder because I, I'm tired of sitting down on the floor during mass. All right. And so I decided to burn the school down, and he sent me to this one. But then as I'm seeing how the teachers are, I'm like. Okay, something's going on. I got I got to help these people. <laughs> okay, so wait, when when, when Robo Nun shows up, yeah. aren't you going to be like going, "I'm sorry, sister." No, no. And then and, 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 you know, I, I don't fear no nuns. <laughs> Robo Nun. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Nun. <laughs> That we, we, incense thing that goes ching ching, <laughs> yeah. swinging it around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you That's go. her weapon. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, what's her face? Her kill bill. It's on fire. But it's on fire. Yes, it's on fire. Yeah. It's on fire. <laughs> Spitting holy water or acid, as acid, James yeah. referred to. Okay, yeah. all right. I, 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 I'm, I'm terrified. I, I wouldn't go to that school. I'm terrified. <sighs> I I mean, you know, I once beat up someone with my face, someone's fist with my face once, really bad, How'd that go? and I might have broken a finger. <laughs> I'm not a fighter. I, now, I know James can fight. I'll, I'll give him that. I, I've seen some of his matches. James can kayfabe like nobody yeah. else's yeah. fucking business. I, I have martial arts experience. Oh, yeah. these are, are, these, so. are these deadly weapons over here? Oh, Half, half, half deadly. <laughs> okay, I dig it. I dig it because of the action in it. But yeah, like I just as a as, as a nonviolent person, I I well, it doesn't matter. It's not my high school days. But speaking of mine, where the fuck are my notes? Um, 
I just want to end this on. Oh, okay. On, yep. on just a last image. Sure. Me on top of a school bus with a rocket launcher blowing up a teacher. There you go. All right. Which one? Which teacher? Which one? Which one? There was three of them. Yeah. Uh, the spanking teacher because yeah. Wait, I don't. But, I want none of that shit. I want to get rid of him first. And get, that's very similar to the the the. All right. There you go. You can just get that shit eating grin on his face oh. the whole time. <laughs> that that guy was creepy as hell. He was. He was. <laughs> yeah. It that like as soon as I like I had no idea what that movie was, James, <laughs> and I was like, I know, like I we've done two of your shows together <laughs> in your wheelhouse. God bless. I'm so glad I know you now because yeah. like the shit that I would never watch you, you and Jimmy <laughs> have kind of put me out of my comfort zone and I'm, I'm, I'm a Tubi guy now Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I, I love me some shit. Tubi and, is amazing. And like just the intro to this, like it had like, <laughs> I watched it on YouTube and like the blue warning screen came up yeah. and I was like, I'm already in for a treat. <laughs> like, I know exactly the production value that's gone into this yeah, and yeah. Stacy Keach turning around with that blonde hair yeah. and those yellow eyes. Oh, I was man. like, what, is, what are we watching? Is this, is this Henry Cavill from fucking, <laughs> Witcher, uh, Witcher, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, just so ridiculous in that movie. It's kind of current too because it takes place in Seattle. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's in a zone where cops aren't allowed. Which I was like, <laughs> yeah. are you trying to be I'm, topical? That's what I was. That's what I figured this was all about. I yeah. thought this was a topical pick here. Now yeah. you're going to me fighting robots. Just, yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. They could redo that movie now, though. They oh, yeah, totally could, but without the robots. Yeah. They just yeah. need. Re- they just need to film what's going on in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Fuck. All right, so I'm going to take a crack at this here. My, um, I didn't have private school. I didn't have, I had a normal upbringing, pretty standard high school. It looked like a concrete jungle, right? So I'm coming from a perspective where I wanted the fantasy, big, awesome, cool, California school aspect to it where there was a little bit more liveliness to it. So um, I picked um, the high school. Which uh, what's that high school called? What's that high school called? It's the high school from Ten Things I Hate About You. I think <laughs> okay, yeah, Padua High School. That is the name of the high school, which looks like a fucking castle. Which is my first point. Mm. It looks fun, and it's actually a school based. It's a real school in Seattle. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it, most of it was filmed there. Wait, um, Seattle? <laughs> yeah, it's in Seattle. What's with all the sun? I, you, right? <laughs> right, lighting, uh, b- bouncing really good light balloons. That's what that is. Um, so yeah, I went basically just for the design. I wanted something that's cool because I came from a place that, like I said, four walls, very boring looking. We didn't have a quad. We didn't have all of the cool hangout places. Mm. So I would like a place where you could just hang out, chill, and 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 be around all of the cool people. That opening scene when he gets walked through, and that geeky buddy of his is like, "Go over here. These are the clicks. These are the clicks. These are the different people." Like, I was I I I was so enamored by that because I was like, my school, we all knew each other, right? Mm. I, Miles Mac. nothing special but like there there was no separation and there was no adventure it was just like yeah we're all in the same classes together and we all hang out together and nothing ever changes um the teachers the three prototypes of the teachers was what really sold me (laughs) a mrs perky who's trying to write a sex novel right so to get (laughs) caught in a guidance counselor's class who's trying to write a sex novel and asking you about different words for a (laughs) hard-on come on i'd get in shit on purpose just to go there to have that conversation um then you also have uh, mr morgan the no-nonsense teacher who's like get the fuck out of my office right the one who talks to you like a human the one who isn't like so overbearing and making sure you're staying on your schoolwork. like he's a real teacher i think i had one of those 
throughout my four years of high school. And that one teacher who will remain nameless sat us down on the last day and was like, want to know who's gay? Want to know who's fucking each other? (laughs) And I was like, yes, please. And he sat us down and told us all of the naughty shit all of our teachers did. No No way. way. Prime ex- I was blown away by it. I just sat there listening. I'm like, I can't believe you're outing all of your coworkers, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he was quitting that year. Yeah, I think so. He was, he was, he was, yeah, he was definitely walking out on that one. Um, or and he was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well played. And I didn't write the name down, but then you have that dipshit teacher in the detention class. Oh. So you've got the, Chapin. the Mr. Chapin. Mr. Chapin. Thank you very much. I, something <laughs> didn't transfer when I emailed fucking tablet. Um, so Mr. Chapin, who clearly falls for anything, specifically uh, cat flashing him just to get everybody out. Yeah. Right. So that dynamic of teachers where you have like the cool teacher and the quirky teacher and the dumb teacher. I had I didn't have cool teacher. I had one cool teacher. Right. And And yes, this is from a movie. And yes, it's always over the top. But still, nonetheless, a lot more fun than what I went through. Yeah. Um, students. I feel not that I would be a better person, but I feel I would have had a better time with access to Patrick Verona, a guy who eats ducks. This is Heath Ledger's <laughs> character, right? Yep. And then plays with Bunsen burners in the middle of the class. Like, just being around the bad boy, I never hung around. I was never a bad boy in high school. I think I puked in my car once and, you know, got grounded and begged for forgiveness. So... Probably roundabout my bad boyishness. Um, you've got the Stratford sisters. You've got Bianca yep. and Kat. You've got Bianca for a good time. She's the party girl. She just wants to have a good time and socialize, right? So you've got her lead to get you all into the good parties. And then you can hang out with Kat and learn about poetry and angry girl music in the 90s, right? Yeah. So you, you're, you're balanced out there in your friend group. Uh, Joey Donner, the hunk. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I feel that hanging around Verona, I would probably get a little bit better at punking guys like that because i was the guy who got beat up i was stuffed yeah. in lockers I, that was I, you, yeah. I was using my face to beat people up with, yeah, just yeah. like you sean yeah um so having a guy like that around with verona i feel probably would have made me a little bit more of a shit disturber which probably would, may, maybe or maybe not could put on a resume who knows <laughs> but yeah this is retrospective too you have you your your head now yes right yeah so it that and that's what the whole purpose of this yeah. is is to look back and go okay if you could do it all over again in your world what movie world would you pick from um, and then the atmosphere, which is very clicky on the outset, but I feel that that drives somebody to be better. Whereas, like, and I mean, this 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 is just a win of fucking pointless debate. This isn't something I truly believe, but I feel if I'd have been in an environment where I was driven more based on pressure from fitting in with other groups instead of just being in one big group, it might have developed me a little bit better for for the world I'm in today. Right. Um, and debate, gentlemen. Okay. Um, <laughs> my my question is, uh, like, well, as you, you said, actually made notes too, didn't you? <laughs> about, <laughs> about him. Oh no, I've got one big note. Okay. Um, I win. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took this to heart. <laughs> like you said, you get stuffed into a thing. Why would Patrick Verona hang with you though? Well, see, okay. I don't think he would, but I feel that by proxy hanging out with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, which was uh, Cameron James, I'm feeling by proxy, I would eventually maybe say five words to him. So, Hey, Spike. Spike. (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be a visual element. Okay. Would Patrick Viona hang out with this guy? Where the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Where? 
there's your picture for the episode. Ooh. Fuck, did you find that? Love it. Um, I love uh, it. Thick and sweaty. Uh, Sheena Sabbath. We went to high school together. And she showed me. <laughs> that's wow. the Sheena. I thought that was Sheena. Yeah, that- Sheena, what's up? <laughs> Haven't seen you in years. And she showed me. I'm like, I've got to have this in my photo list ready. Nice. And I was like, Thank you, Sheena. <laughs> was we up, love you. He's bringing oh, like, bring up high school. I'm like, you know what? I've got to do it right now. You know, the funny thing is, is that I can't win with my friends. And now I'm getting fucked by strangers, <laughs> which I love. Right. Like it makes for a great fucking time. But oh, my God. Oh, and then there's this one as well. I got two. Fuck you. How do you have those? Oh, my God. I have to post those on Instagram. No, you have to. I'll send you. I, have a- I wonder what those pictures look like. I guess he's never going to post them. Oh, yes, we will. I will, for- I will forward them. They're either going to be on your Instagram or they're going to be on James's. Oh Either way, God. they're going up. Yep. <laughs> I think you just uh, yeah, they, baby's in a corner over here. I got I got nothing else. To say. There's all, no there's no reason. Yeah, no, there's wow. no, this fuck. That's that is I, I am thoroughly fucking impressed, man, that you we barely know each other and you show up with two junior high and high school photos nice. of me. It's like I a, can't even find those. It's Nordwall level. If you know Nardwar. Yeah, Nard- yeah Nardwar. no, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Totally. Nardwar. 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 I love Nardwar. <laughs> um, well, n- now that I've been kicked and down, Sean, Todd, any, I, uh, any more punches? Well, Jeez, I don't know. The only- <laughs> would you be friends with uh, the Heath Ledger guy? I would try. I, would, I, I, would- I went to high school with a guy that also looked like he was 30 years old in grade 10 <laughs> or 11 or whatever grade this was. A guy named, named Lance. I won't, I won't share his, his, his last name, but he was a total space cadet like this guy. And I, I don't know if that's the guy I'd want to be friends with because I, I, I had science lab with this same character. Yeah. And he's like, hey, dude, I heard about this new band called the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Just got the record. Yeah. Abbey Road, man. Patrick Verona does look like he's going to set your house on fire. If yes. You say the wrong word. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He, yeah. He totally. I, I, I would just like I would try because like I was a nerd. I was in choir. I was in band. Like that's the road I took. I took the performing arts road. I never took like the cool kids road or the popular kids. We didn't road, have so. any budget for any of that stuff in our schools. No. You guys? No. Are you guys are no. rural Manitoba or no rural New Brunswick? Rural New Brunswick. Even worse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A little place called Shittyak. Shittyak. Shittyak NB near Booktush. There's even a rap song about our about our town. I'll, I'll send you later. Please. Yeah. I need something else to embarrass somebody on this show. <laughs> um, you know what? I honestly, when you pick that movie, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> My wife goes, finally, you're going to watch a good movie. <laughs> and I'm like, this was so this was one of those movies when I met my wife that we had a massive debate over. OK, because. Well, do you know its backstory, like what it's based on? She, yeah, she. Oh, she informed she me all me. week, all, all about its backdrop, background, and everything. And she made me watch it, like when we met. Right, that okay. was actually one of the first movies that we watched together. It was like, I'm gonna watch your shit. You're gonna watch mine, and <laughs> that's how it works. So one it was like, you, why me. did you pick this year? You're playing on my, on, on my. I actually like the movie. I, I, I do enjoy it. I think now I'd probably be cool in that, like maybe be cool in that high school too. So I, you know what? You, you got points with me. I can't debate Woo-hoo! it. Todd? No, I think you've been beat down enough. <laughs> 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 you know, they say never kick a man when he's down, but can you think of a better time? 
<laughs> no, you can't because it's fucking low hanging fruit, man. You know when you started sitting on that couch, you were seated much higher. I was. You yeah. just I've like sunk, sunk right in. Sunk, like, I'm hiding. The fetal position. I'm hiding. Do you know how much hairspray is in my hair in that photo? <laughs> and the fucking earrings. Oh my god! I thought I was a Backstreet Boy then. Like that's. You, you do look like the bad boy. I, well, I was trying. I wasn't friends with Patrick. I didn't have a Patrick <laughs> Verona. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, for anybody who doesn't know, it's it's the taming of the shrew. It's yep. a Shakespearean yeah. play. And yeah. I I had no idea until I looked. I had heard somebody say that in passing. And they yeah. were like, you know, it's based on Shakespeare. And I was like, fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. right? So is Sons of Anarchy. But like yeah. we, we did the uh, there's a Wikipedia page comparing both. And, and, and so my wife and I went through all the notes. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It really goes for it. It does. It, it takes a lot of like the darkness. Well, it was really it. hard because I've never read Taming of the Shrew, so I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this in Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, totally. I've never seen it. And then she went through the whole list anyway. <laughs> so you, you'll get I'll, it. I'll take, I'll take her word for it. Okay. Yeah. Sean or Todd, who did I say was next? I want Todd to go next. You want Todd to go next? Yeah, yeah so do I. Right. He's going to bring some, 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 uh, some humor. Let me grab bring my, it, Todd. Let me grab my homework here. So, <laughs> so we've, got, we've got School of Rock. Yes, we okay, do. Okay, so that's yes. Jack Black, uh, Mike White, uh, John, Joan Cusack. Um, so and a Linklater film, nonetheless, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, Richard Linklater. It's so surprising that he stepped away from like the cool shit that he does, and then did School of Rock. Like it's sorry to interrupt you. Is Go he, on. Yeah, wasn't that? That's kind of weird. Well, because uh, I, I didn't realize it was him too. So when I saw the credit, like that, because I saw School of Rock first. That was my first Linklater film. Okay, and then so you I, haven't seen Days and Confused. I did. Okay, after. yeah. So and then you look at the comparisons between, and I'm like, holy shit! Boyhood, Days and Confused. Like yeah, he's, he's he steps outside of the. Um, anyways, yeah. how old are you? I am 38. Okay, do you know who Art Linklater is? No. Oh, of course I know who. Sean that is. knows who. Yeah. That yeah. Is. Okay. Isn't that the that's the guy who talks to the kids? Say yeah. The kids say the darndest things. Okay. Have you heard of? I've heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brothers? No, I don't know. Oh, throwing it up! I thought you were taking trivia me down the road there. with Todd McGinnity. Fucking doesn't matter. Let that me debate my shit. <laughs> that was the worst trivia ever. That shut was. up! <laughs> shut up, Mike! I did my homework. <laughs> I just yeah. I'm trying to get extra credit at school. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so the the Teacher synopsis Mike. of the actual movie was after being kicked out of a rock band. Uh, Dewey Finn, who uh, Jack Black plays, is that Finn's brother from? Never mind. <laughs> yes, Huckleberry. No, he uh, becomes a substitute teacher of an uptight elementary private school, only to tr- uh, to try and turn his class into a rock band. Now, this is right up my alley. Yeah, this is uh, your wheelhouse. Because uh, growing up in high school, uh, that's what we that's what we did. We played we played music. We had a band together. Uh, it was myself. At one point, it was uh, Zap, which was Mark, and um, Mike. And then Norm came in, and then Mike played drums, and then uh, Norm played the bass. They were the coolest, like, in school. Like, they were, like, the band of the school. Like, were everyone. The Patrick Veronas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sans Eating Duck. They were so, cool. So this, this school uh, takes place at some snobbish private elementary school in the U.S. Uh, now, there's a question, Why? I put down here, I think that a snobbish private school would have probably been a pain in itself, <laughs> but having a class that actually taught rock guitar would have been really mega. <laughs> 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 
I don't know why that's funny. It's his delivery. <laughs> really? <laughs> mega. <laughs> really? Just mega. mega. Is that 90s term? What is that? That's mega. Got, mega. It, mega. It is. It, if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because the only I mean the only music I think it's a program, podcasting term. <laughs> yeah, the, the only the only music program that we had I think was grade eight, and then the only really? the only thing they taught was yeah. it was a classical guitar, yeah. and they taught I for one too, year, yeah. and that was it. High yeah. school had nothing. That's a shame. Nothing at all. It, the only thing we had was when we would go uh, during lunchtime ourselves, we would go on stage, uh, we'd grab our gear and we'd play in the ca- like in the cafeteria. They had the doors closed, but people would come in and, and kind of watch us play. You, wow, that's was, that's impressive. Which man. was that was fun. It was really fun. So I I mean I can't complain too much about the school that I went to and what we did, but uh, to actually have a teacher who made the class because I mean being a snobbish place, I can understand where he's coming from. He's like he he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah, he's he's like in a whole different. It's 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 all foreign to him. So now he goes in there. They're all snobs. He wants to do his own thing. Takes this class, and uh, you know, for the first while, nothing much is going on until someone uh, talks about music, and all of a sudden the light comes on, and now ding ding, yeah, and now he's he's implementing all this stuff. Um, let's see here. So yeah, so if, if we would have had music in our school, which what I would have liked. Uh, things may have been a little bit different because uh, I've got I've got two cousins um, that are really into music and they I think do you it, have more than a couple. They but. they do it well. There's 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 two for sure that do it as an actual gig know, that's profession. Their, that's their thing. That's their oh profession. yeah, 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 yeah. So it, 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 for a long time, that was something I wanted to do. I wanted to go to university to take music and stuff, but it, it but, wasn't. It was it was different. It was it was all this classical stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, is you're very limited in what you could do. Well, yeah, and you have to stay inside of a box that's taught a certain way, done a certain way. You could play hockey. That's exactly. about it. Yeah, that's no. all you really hockey had. and classical guitar. Right. Is this town pumping well, out? No, NHL just one, one, one grade of classical oh, guitar, and oh, that was it. Oh, that's, grade eight. Yeah, that's like the fundamentals. Yeah. That's not even. That's not enough. Yeah. And okay. when you and when you watch this movie and you're seeing him and he's on the blackboard and there's a one shot when he's showing. All the different bands. He's got like punk bands and rock mm, bands. Yep, yep. And it shows who basically started it. And it's almost like a pyramid that goes down. It, I just, I'd love to get that flow chart. Just, just to see like, you know, the, the kinks or whatever. Like everyone's got their own little thing. You got thrash, you got, you know, metal and, and rock and, and punk. And, and He really does advocate for music hard in that movie. Very like hard. It, it yeah. is a subplot almost where it's yeah. like. It, it, this is a funny comedy about an idiot who got a job as a fucking substitute teacher in a music class in a prep school. But at the end of it, it's about creativity and, and letting loose and learning about shit. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it, it, in the end, uh, it would have been nice to go through this kind of the same things. The movie doesn't go really into like other classes. Like they'll have the teachers in the, in the teacher room talking to him but they don't really go into those classes and, and kind of go through all that stuff, which is great because the music portion was really the only one that I was really interested in. Sure, yeah. So it, it became more of a the snob th- uh, school just kind of set aside and it was like, okay, this is going to be a rock movie. you know. But every movie has to have its you know, positives and negatives and the good guys and the bad guys, and they yep. had to kind of put it all together. Uh, now myself, I would have played one of the characters <laughs> – uh, as, <laughs> Who are as, you, Todd? As one of the as one of the people, like there's already a guitar player in there. I mean, I could just replace him or just be a separate person. Sure, yeah. In the movie, 
Well, uh, that guy played rhythm. You could play a lead. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, just basically just putting me in the movie and saying, you know what? Okay, I want to play guitar also. Uh, show me what you want to do. And then the whole movie kind of goes through, and then we play at the end. <laughs> you just want to be a part of it. You don't want to I just leave. want to be a part of it. <laughs> but I get that. That's the whole purpose of it, right? Is that, like, it, they make that movie seem like that's the only class that goes on at that school. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, and, and I mean, there's, I don't, I, I think there's still open school of rock on Corden. Actually, it's a, it's a music school. Oh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard about that, it, but it's new. I, I actually, there's a couple of schools that opened up right after the movie. Yeah. Like it launched a lot of, cause yeah. I, I mean, we, we all know that math and English and all that shit matters in life. But yeah. like, if you have a creative outlet, rock this uh, it made me want to learn how to be a better musician and go back to the trumpet that i played for six years because it really is yeah, fucking yeah. inspiring in fact there's not a damn thing wrong with your fucking movie i can't poke a hole in it you shithead <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes me want to throw out 10 things i hate about you <laughs> i think the only thing that i have a problem with is the lack of teacher in jack black i mean that's really the only that's the only thing and it's i'm looking at a hole to find because he is a little What's the word? Um, um, uh, <laughs> I like to manipulate the uh, the uh, the principal. He's, he's self- yeah. Well, he was selfish, right? This is all for him. This was for yeah, him to have yeah. a paycheck, and I, yeah. I also found he. But also to get his battle of the bands. That that was his ultimate goal. That really, yeah. At the end, it was of it, like he, I got two goals. I got to win battle of the bands, and I got to pay the rent. And it's such a lovely, which is scene. a tenacious D trope in every single tenacious D album. Yeah. We got to pay the rent. Yeah. Well, isn't that, I mean, struggling musician, right? You're yeah. always like, you're sleeping on somebody else's couch, working three jobs just to pay the rent. It's not a steady paycheck. So with you going into the School of Rock, would you go in there with zero knowledge or would you have the knowledge you have now? Because I find this, in School of Rock, he doesn't really educate them on it. They already have to have an interest and already know their instrument before he goes into it. Yeah, because they're all were they're all, they're already And it's... the ones that weren't talented, he, he pushed aside and <laughs> yeah, exactly. turned them into PR people. <laughs> so it, <laughs> the, 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 the You can't sing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but you'll be the hype man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he doesn't really like help them develop something. It's they already have to have it. There's well, a, that's do. a big hole there, James. Because yeah. In, in yeah. The, yeah, because in the movie, they, they actually do have, and they're yeah. playing classical music. And he actually goes by the, the, the room because he could hear music. Yeah. So he came and looked at it and went, okay, well, these person, these people you know, could potentially be in this band. Like For someone like you who is already musically inclined, it's perfect. But for like me, who is terrible, got no rhythm, got nothing, I would hate every second of it. But that's the beauty of Jack Black in the movie because he can pull that out of who's the who's the shy one, the singer, right? The female. Uh, oh, um, I can't remember the the actress. He's name. really good at coaxing yeah. it out of you. So if you came yeah. in there with like, you could play hot cross buns on a recorder, and that's it, James. I think at the end of it, you'd probably play, you know, some Kenny G. <laughs> I found a whole <laughs> some, Kenny G. some Kenny G. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ah, screw it, Zanfir. Here we're gonna. <laughs> okay, the the, the 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 big hole though is if because you're saying it's us going there now with with what we have in our yeah, brain. Yeah. So if that's the case, then Todd has his musical talent that he has now, and if he shows up in Jack Black's class, being able to play as good as he is in junior high, nonetheless, yeah. Wow. Here, yeah. Here, see, here's here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Jack Black's gonna put this guy behind the stage, and he's going to airband. 
<laughs> all of his parts, and you are going to get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be the he's man behind get, the man. He's going to get all the glory. I'm going to play a solo here, and he just does a solo on his, with his mouth. Like <laughs> He can't solo. He's going to use you to do the solos he's behind gonna, the stage. Jack Black records the sound check and then just uses it yeah. on stage. And then go. the rest of your life. It's going to be like Millie Vanilli. Oh, You're no. doing everything, and he's taking all the credit. <laughs> the new, the new Buckethead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's taking everything, and you're just on your own in a corner playing the guitar. Because he is a selfish prick. Yeah. Yeah, he's a selfish prick. So yeah. You know, he's yeah. continuing the actual movie now. Yeah. So this is this is the backstory. This, this is what happens after. Yeah. So this, this, is, this is what the, happens after. This is the, the, the epilogue. Yeah, yeah. epilogue. That's it. What okay. I'm saying is it leads to a depressing end. Sean. Well, well, that kind of threw <laughs> just ruining it. <laughs> Sean, yeah, ready to end us? Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, what you got? Have we gone over by, by like a ton? <laughs> no, fuck no. We're actually we're right we're right where we want to be. Awesome. All right. I don't know so, how many people are still listening, but we're right where we want to be. <laughs> they're all listening because we're on your show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. No, because James is here. Yeah. James is the uh, the breakout star of this podcast. I am. Um. So I picked Pump Up the Volume. It's released in 1990. It was the um, it was a movie that didn't do well when it came out, but it helped. It it did better in perpetuity. Um, I picked this movie because Pump Up the Volume invented the podcast. That was pretty much pirate radio. Pirate radio. Um, this is the high school I wanted to go to. Yeah, things were crazy. Yeah, things were the the teachers were strict. They're kicking out students. You know that had. Uh, less than a B minus average or yeah. whatever the hell it was just to keep their, you know, keep their funding and all this, it, all that besides I was pretty good at blending in. And I think especially with where I am now, I think I could blend in well enough, but to be there at the advent of podcasting <laughs> and pirate radio and this guy that could find all these great songs pre Napster. Oh Yeah. Dude, like I would find this guy, seek him out, and and partner up with him. But imagine the education. Imagine having someone in your community, in your school, that invents podcasting, and you can learn from him. And he, the, when he speaks, he's so eloquent. You're listening to his show. He stands up for everybody. He's promoting being yourself and, you know, fuck the man, that sort of thing. And then you actually can blossom on your own. You can start your own podcast. You can do what you want. He helps take the fear away of, you know, just being yourself. I love when he says a thought can go anywhere. Yes. It's like a thought can, it's like it, it can be dirty and into your mind. Like it, it, it can creep into anywhere, right? Yeah. A thought just, as soon as a thought is out there, it makes waves and keeps going. Very yeah. deep. Very but then like very... that whole, that whole, the whole thing with the ending where, you know, he does get caught. And but he changed. So that school, the radicalization of that school after at the end of that movie would be the prime time to be at that school. When all the teacher, the one teacher and then they yeah. all start doing their own station. And, right. And yeah. they, they hire they hire back the uh, the writing teacher. That writing teacher was amazing. She was really good at coaxing the students, of, of letting them be themselves and not just, you know, like when I went to high school here, everyone had to write uh, the Stone Angel. And if you didn't write the Stone Angel, you weren't any good. Like what's, everyone, what's the Stone Angel? Uh, Margaret Lawrence, famous Manitoba author. Okay. Um, basically, there's a, a writing style of the prairies that 
that's very that's taught in schools here. Oh, okay. Because we're not. I'm not from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I when I moved that, here, yeah. it's like, what is all this prairie lit that we're reading? <laughs> like it was so alien. And if you're not from here, you don't get it. Totally. So to have a teacher that was like, look, you have your own style, you have your own writing thing, and she was coaxing great stuff out of yeah. out of out of Mark, right? Out of Happy Harry, right? Like in class. Happy Hard on Harry? Wasn't that the happy, other? Happy, 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 Harry. happy Harry Hard on. <laughs> Such um, a great radio name. Yeah, it's awesome. So I, I think, you know, there's that class. There's cool people. Nora was like, that's totally, you know, the girl I would have been interested in for sure. Like, you She's know, pretty edgy. cute. I'm interested in her now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but edgy and all that sort of stuff. And there's just so much. And, and I found what, because the, 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 the teachers were so oppressive. It was a school where bullying happened, but it didn't seem as predominant than my school. Okay. Right. Like I found there was, you know, you could reach out to Harry and he would call you and, you know, commiserate. And even the, the guy that got kicked out of school with the uh, dyed blonde hair. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the guy's name, but anyway, like, that guy should be a bully in, in a regular circumstance. He'd be a bully, but because he's been bullied by the system, he's an ally to people that get bullied. Interesting. Yeah. It yeah. flips the coin. So I think be, when everyone has a common enemy, everyone's on the same side. The enemy and there was my more enemy of my that. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There was let there was, I mean, there was scenes of bullying. There was the, uh, the gay kid that was, you know, uh, bullied or made fun of, or, you know, things like that. But generally the enemy was, there was one enemy and all the different clicks kind of it was the jived. man essentially yeah, it was the, the enemy man. is the man yeah no it i didn't realize how not not to be sound cliche but how deep it it actually is like his his late night rants are like i have nobody to look up to and i have nothing yeah. to look forward to like there's some very good quips in there that still resonate yeah. today like it, yeah. it is one of those like ahead of your time movies where you're asking yeah. your government to be better and you're asking your systems to do better and I, I completely agree. The only thing I don't agree with is I don't want to have the FCC shooting down my fucking door <laughs> while I'm a high school student. <laughs> well, I'll come to the door half dressed. That's my thing. And then he pulls the chair away and the guy's sitting there with the Mac 10. Like everything sounds great. It does. But that was again, I'm I'm I, 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 I was over here with James. I was like Westworld High School. Great. Awesome. I think my vote might go over here. But now I'm stuck between the brothers McGinnity. You hear that, James McGinnity? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, George and Bob, <laughs> George and Bob. Yes. <laughs> nice to meet you, Frank and Jim. Um, sorry, carry on. I totally uh, cut you off. No, I, I just I know there's things wrong with that school. But compared to, you know, my upbringing, um, there was certain teachers in the school that were good and there were certain teachers that were bullies that were, you know, lined up with the principal. But I think being on that cusp of when things change, um, I don't know, it's exciting. And to be there at the advent of of real music getting out there, like they're yeah. listening to the Beastie Boys, they're listening to um, the Descendants, they're listening to everything that real radio won't play. So you're at the advent of real music, not not stuff that's shoved down our throats, the advent of pirate radio or podcasting, um, you know, edgy teachers that are going to be coming in. Cause this is the school I want to teach at now, right? Like teachers are going to be there to teach because this is the school that broke the trend because this sort of shit that happens in the movie happens all the time. It's very, very common. Yeah. So that's where I'd want to be. I didn't like high school. 
It didn't have anything cool. I didn't like, I went to two yeah. high schools and they were both, I didn't. Yeah. The only good thing about my original high school was getting to see this guy play on stage. That was the only cool thing we had. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I had that, like, to, to know yeah. that at lunchtime you could go watch a band play. Like, that's, yeah. that's But it was fucking... the only band we had, really. It's better, it's better than no bands. It's very much yeah. better than yeah. no bands. I, I, I had nothing. In my high school, the t- the nuns didn't sing to you. No, no. <laughs> we didn't even in have, robotic <laughs> harmony, we didn't even have nuns. That's... Ave Maria! Come on, James, join in. <laughs> Shut up, you. Uh, but um, yeah, that's why I chose the robots because it's a yeah. lot cooler than nothing happening. Uh, a robot teacher is better than a than a than a religious teacher. Yeah, think, exactly. Probably. Yeah, and if we're weighing the two on the scales, yeah. for sure. It's and you know what's interesting is that the, and this always happens. And this is what I love about this is that you you take what you know about your personal life and you apply it to the screen, and then you take from the screen and you apply it to your personal life, yeah. and you do end up finding. I mean, and it, with, without robots, I understand why you <laughs> wanted action and a rocket launcher. I understand why you wanted to be there. I understand why I wanted to be there. I understand why Todd wanted to be there. And and that's that's the beauty of being able to watch the movie is that you can relive that shit, mm-hmm. you know, in like a really geeky nerd out way, and and then you can argue it in a more ridiculous way in in, yeah. in my living room at the same time. Uh, before we get to the voting round, Todd James, do you want to uh, put baby in a corner over here with Sean, or do you have anything to say? Or? Oh, I just feel he stole everything I said. And just put it. To <laughs> <laughs> if we were for baby to say what I said, took but then the just took out the robots, which yeah. just made it lame. <laughs> <laughs> It, anarchism versus versus uh, it's anarchism on both sides i guess exactly. yeah one is with a microphone and one is with edge being snorted up your nose pretty much well this well todd plays acoustic guitar in the corner yeah. right yeah. with nylon strings yeah and i'm yeah. chasing after patrick voner in the courtyard <laughs> sounds hey, patrick great. patrick i'm cool please be friends with me look at my high school picture james has it <laughs> I actually think Michael would actually be the guy that does the sound setup for the big song that he sings. Oh, yeah. You, you'll You're be, just you, too good to be true. You would be the one. Can't take in the my sound. eyes off of you. You would be the one in the sound stage, like getting it all set nice. up. And that poem Cat reads in the oh, end. I, the oh. one, uh, I, I hate you poem. Yeah. Wait a minute. So. Are you going to be like the guy setting up sound in all of these movies? Pretty much. So you're the guy actually bringing the tapes and pump up the volume and playing it over the PA. Yeah, I could do that. We can do a crossover on this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And if you need someone to fight the teachers, I'm right there too. Yeah. Well, he's got his rocket launcher. Exactly. And then we need a soundtrack and we got Todd right there. This is the best marriage I've ever been a part of with three other men, I tell you. Okay, the little pads that I gave you at the at the uh, onset of this podcast. This is where we write each other's names down. So, take some time, imagine so, some Jeopardy music in the background. What's your question? So, so the question is we don't get to vote for for ourselves. You cannot vote, vote for, for yourself. You have to vote for so somebody else. So this is else. like the circle. This exactly. This it's like, like the circle. The, the, right. the, the Tom Hanks movie is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, I'm talking about the TV show The Circle. Oh, I don't what is Oh yeah, okay. So the circle is uh it's a social media experience where everyone lives in a, an apartment but never gets to see each other and the person voted out at the end of the episode is the person that has the least votes, more or less. I saw is more this on less. Netflix? Yeah. Okay, I need to watch this. There's three of them. There's I the leave. American, the Brazilian, and the French. I really like a good social experiment. Yeah, we're watching the we watched the Brazilian so I could just get polish up on my my Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so right we can't down. vote for each other. You can't vote for each other. You got to vote for somebody else in the room and just vote by name. Name is enough. And McGinnity is M C G. Fuck I. you. <laughs> uh, beaver is in the animal. 
Not, not to be confused with Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did notice the semblance of re- how you two resembled each other, Jason. James, fuck. How okay. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody ready? You got, you got your rating sticks done with here? Yeah? Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Sean oh. wins. Oh. <laughs> no margin. No there vote for go. me. You're dead to me. Uh, dude, dude <laughs> it's not that I didn't want to. I just, uh, you know what? As soon as he told me pump up the volume, I was like, I'm yeah. going to have a hard time staying away from this with my vote. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 it pump up the volume and gleaming the cube were two of my favorite Christian oh. Slater movies growing up. Oh, yeah. Pirate radio and skateboarding. And and I mean, it is, it, it what's going on in that movie does carry into yeah. today. So if I'm going to pick a school that I want to go to, even if it was today, like yeah. if we could go today to the high school and pump up the volume, I would definitely want to be there being on the cusp of change and being on the cusp of new ideas and going against the grain and all that stuff. I dig that shit. Um, I was, I almost voted for James. I was so <laughs> close because I loved that fucking movie. <laughs> it was so, it was so good. Yeah. There was actually parts of it that were actually like solid and then there was cheese moments, but yeah. it kind of skirted. There was actually moments where, like, this is this is a young James Cameron, yeah, kind of making a movie kind of film. Because Terminator, the first Terminator, felt the same way. The yeah. music, uh, some general things, but Cameron was is is a better filmmaker. Yeah. But in terms of a B movie or a Z movie, this movie is not very Z. It's very B. No, it yeah. is very B. And and like so that was like thank you for that because I'd never I saw a class in 1984. Yeah. And I didn't realize this was so. It was like an actual sequel, yeah. With robots in 1984. Is that where all the gang stuff happens, and then yeah. they make up their own camps, and then they drive out the police and such? Okay, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> there was one scene. So thanks for that. that I love this movie. You know what? Good. Yeah, I I didn't I I didn't watch it in its entirety, but I watched the majority of it just to to know where you were coming <laughs> from. And uh, there was one it, it, when when they drive into. It's very early in the movie, but when they drive into. He gets out of jail, yeah, and then they're doing the edge in the car, and then they drive into that gang territory, and they realize they're out of their element, Donnie. And, oh yeah, uh, what a great scene! <laughs> and then they start driving away in those futuristic cars. I fucking love those cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the Fender, like the fuck, it, mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was looked a cool like project. It, totally, yeah. it looked like the shop, Echo One got bulletproofed. That silver <laughs> big monster. But then they're chasing each other away, and there's a there's a wide shot. And you see the explosive go off <laughs> before they even remotely oh, get yeah. close. <laughs> and then the next edited scene is the guy like reloading his gun. And I'm like, you just got those out of sequence, <laughs> kind of like you should have been like, chuk, and then boom. And then it makes sense. But and, but that's the B movie shit that yeah. you love, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And like I said, if you're watching the movie and you're not enthralled by the time that the whole spanking scene happens, oh, yeah. then this isn't the movie for you. Yeah, that's the that's the eject point. Yeah, I, I have to say, like, there was a couple of moments where uh, where McDowell shows up. And I'm like, oh. oh my god, yeah, I, I love McDowell and I love uh, Pam Greer. Yeah, and she's just so fucking badass. She's so she's fucking so cool. I know, yeah. I know. Just it doesn't matter what she's in. She's just fucking cool. She emanates this confidence and yeah. this presence in a room. Like the, that... the the constant scowl on her face in that in that movie is just mm-hmm. amazing. Her yeah. smirk when they introduce the robots. I'm just like, fuck you, Pam Greer. I know <laughs> yeah. you're a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell actually had an interview in The Guardian this week. He said, I don't remember half the movies I've been in. <laughs> I think he's deteriorating. <laughs> There's like 400 sadly. of them. Yeah. yeah. He's a bit character. He, but he yeah. filmed one here in Winnipeg with a buddy of ours, actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Clay was uh, in. Um, was it talk- Home Alone? 
no. Home Alone. No, it was <laughs> Which uh, one? It, it was that one. It was a uh, killer. Oh, uh, uh, oh uh, it was it before. was in Soul Cook. It was. Uh, Killer, killer Silent, Santa Claus. Silent thing. Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, that was filmed here, and our buddy Clay was uh, one of the Santa Clauses in the film. He had a bunch of lines. Yeah, it was awesome. I would love to be in a room with right, right, right. Murder he said he show. was great. He said he was great. Yeah, he's yeah. he's yeah. probably got stories. Todd, what was your? Uh, why'd you pick me? <laughs> well, see, I, I based mine on the actual like if I wanted to go to a school, that would have been the one I would have went. What would have wanted to go to? Although James had the better school. As in the more most interesting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's not just your humdrum day after day, regular school. You got homework. Okay. You got music or you've got the, the radio. I survived his today. Was, <laughs> his was like a super action movie. You don't really have very many uh, action movies that are school based. No, you don't. No. Actually. No. They're usually like teen movies, high school movies. The girl loves the, you know, the guy goes after the ABC girl. equals. The, the, yeah. yeah the, the whole formula yeah. type thing. That, that kind of goes right off. Off the formula, okay. which was, which, which it's was a the, hard left of the formula. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard formula. So uh, I just want to actually say that it wasn't my original choice. What was your original choice? Uh, Battle Royal. But fuck uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, that was like my. I'm like maybe I'm, bomb collars and shotguns. Sign yeah, me up. <laughs> maybe I'm probably going too much into the kid killing, so I might back off and actually help the kids rather than try and kill, kill I always them. say no matter what happens on the show it's all hypothetical yeah. oh god <laughs> it's never we never step outside of these rooms <laughs> and go hey let's let's act on our Geppetto idea for <laughs> fucking Pinocchio <laughs> yeah. no um, I picked I, I told you guys I picked Days and Confused and then I was like not much happens in that high school like everything happens at the, oh, the, around the high school around yeah. it yeah. happens outside yeah. like Very true so it's just hanging out with a bunch of friends who are on summer break, and then I was like, okay, well, what what actually takes place in a school? And and then I, it was either that or can't hardly wait. But then can't hardly wait is at the end of the year. So <laughs> you like that one too? I fuck man, I love shit like that. Like it, and it's not because I love the movie. I know the movie by definition is crap. But what I do love is I love the emotional attachment I have to it. Like where I was when I watched it the first time. Like you know how scent is the closest thing is to that memory. Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince is she. She's okay. all that. Pretty oh, yeah. Princess. She's all that with oh, Rachel okay. Lee Cook. Yeah. Okay. Where they take the geeky See, you girl like all the same movies my wife does. Bring her on the show. <laughs> we'll go. We'll it. go through cheesy ninety movies. I'll <laughs> back and forth with her all day long. Um, Todd, what did you pick? Did you have any other ones, or did you just go straight to School of Rock? Uh, there was. Well, there was a couple of. I was trying to look something music based. Uh, that was the only one that I could find that was actually in a school. So, <laughs> so I took uh, it. <laughs> Rock, Rockstar wasn't uh, wasn't in a school. Ah, but it's uh, such a good movie. They had the uh, oh, what's his name? He plays in the office. Oh, uh, Rain Wilson. You talking about that one? Was oh, where he's uh, the failed oh, musician. Oh, hairspray. The failed musician. The failed music. Oh, yeah. no, uh, no, no, no. The wait. drummer. What was the, the naked drummer? Called? The naked drummer. That's yeah, what, that's what he played in the. That's movie. what it should be called. <laughs> oh man, that, that movie was good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. But it, but it, it wasn't, wasn't really based. It wasn't really at high school. Like the people that he played with were from high school, but not the himself. He joins a high school band. Yeah. What was it, James? Uh, the Rocker. The Rocker. The Rocker. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we are going to end this show on some delicious dessert. I can't remember who's. Was this your idea, Sean? Okay. All right. It stems from his uh, podcast. Yes. It's, okay. Well, we had uh, James Beaver on the podcast. Uh, a couple times but a long time ago we had him on with uh primarily critical steve from primarily critical okay and there was a 
the episode devolved into a, a section of my brother always does the what's the line, Todd? <laughs> what's the line you always have? I don't know. Is it copyrighted? Can I say it on this show? Oh, please. Oh, do. yeah. I, I don't we got know. an E rating. Desire. <laughs> oh. He does that every show or a lot of the shows. <laughs> and then James started riffing off of that and doing his sexy voice. <laughs> and then we threw out, okay, Mike from Debaters, like he's got these smooth voice. <laughs> and we're just like, who's got the sexiest voice in podcasting? And we're like, we're going to have to just, we're going to have to follow up on this. And, and here we are. We're going to follow up on it right now. I love it. All right. So we said before, I think we should still stick with it because I think it would be great to read in a sexy voice. Yes. Is Trump tweets. Yes. All right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Because the the Jimmy Kimmel thing where they read the tweets. Yes. Yes. But we should read them sexy. So um, I'm going to bring up something on my phone. Now, this is between you, the the three of you. I I don't have the sexy voice. You don't subscribe to him on Twitter, do you? No. I've actually. I'm actually like, I have to Google this shit. I actually reported Twitter on Twitter. Twitter? Twit on Twitter a bunch of times. You reported Trump on Twitter? Oh, a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. Because he violates all the rules, but why, you know. It's, I don't, uh, you know what? He's the leader of the country. He has an exception. I thought Twitter got hacked. It did. I read that recently. Everybody but his. That's actually. (laughs) Oh, funny. I wonder how that works. All right. So let's all bring up our own Trump tweet. Trump's tweets. Let's see what we get here. Um, images. Okay. All right. I want a good one. Okay. I got a good one here. All right. Um, I am of the mind that we let the guests go first. So, uh, James or Todd, I've got nothing. So you've got nothing yet. You still looking? Okay. Yeah, I'll start off looking. first. Yeah. here. So, uh, just for some groundwork, there's some ground rules here. Do I just read it in my natural voice or do you want me to go to my sexy voice? Go to your sexy okay, voice. Okay. I'll yeah. go to my sexy voice. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> As usual, the Fed did nothing. It is incredible that I can speak without knowing or asking what I am which will be announced shortly. We have a very solid dollar and a very weak Fed. I will work brilliantly, both, and the U.S. will do great. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Wow. (laughs) I don't want to stop. (laughs) Sorry, losers and haters. But my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. (laughs) 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 I think this needs to be a segment just for the fuck of it. All right, who's who's ready? I'm still looking for Okay, all right. I got one here. All right. It it looks like it's got his face on it. Okay. (laughs) Healthy young child goes to doctor, (laughs) gets pumped. With massive shot of many vaccines. (laughs) Doesn't feel good changes. Autism. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I quit. You win. You you just said autism the sexiest way possible. That's not supposed to happen. I gotta follow that up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Autism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh, that just it. made my day. I need time. a tissue. <laughs> that just made my day. <laughs> are you gonna, how are you going to not laugh now? <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh shit. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. <laughs> Probably said that to a bunch of women. He's <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. Sad oh, as that Isn't is. that the same tweet you just did? Uh, no, it's very similar, actually. Very it's similar. probably the one he tweeted right after that one. <laughs> he was like, just match the thread. Um, okay. <laughs> Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback. <laughs> Under immense pressure. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I've got one, but I'm doing a different voice. Okay. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. (laughs) Trump is Bane. Trump is Bane. Trump is Bane. You live in the darkness. I was born in it. <laughs> Robert, I'm getting a lot of heat for saying you should do Christian, but I am right. If you saw the Miss Universe goes, you would reconsider. That sounds like Trump's mom. <laughs> this is, that sounds like, yeah, it's Trump's mom for sure. All right, I, I got to do one. Then. Okay. If we're doing a different voice. Yeah, please. I am the ultimate member of the Book of the Month Club. First, I have low-life dummy, John Bolton, a warmongering fool violating the law. <laughs> That's all I got. That's <laughs> like a I, got, I, I got one more. Okay, all right. They will soon co- be calling me Mr. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, for anybody who was put through that, <laughs> please uh, send me an email at therealdebaters at gmail.com. That's R E E L. And let us know. We'll also put this online. Yeah, put it online. There's we'll put it online. We'll sh- we'll, we got to get people voting. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll get a poll going. See who's the sexiest uh, Trump? Yeah, who's the sexiest Trump whisperer? <laughs> Oh, gentlemen, that was that was fucking fun. That was a that was lot good. of fun, yeah. right? It just—it's ridiculous, and that's what it's supposed to be. Um, exactly. As mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we all have podcasts. James, please tell everybody about your show. The, the show is uh, Beaver Does Movies. It's pretty much me doing movies. I often try and torture my guests with silly, strange, or coldish movies. I'm raising my hand as being one of said guests. Yeah. I've been I, there, done it. I have a, uh, a segment on my podcast that I've not done in a while, but I want to do again, called The Gauntlet, where it's pretty much we watch movie, really terrible movies, like like two out of ten movies, and see how long you can last. So you think. <laughs> those are Tubi movies. Those are Tubi, yeah. Or promoted by Tubi. <laughs> oh, I wish I was. But uh, I just got a new co-host, uh, Mike Reed, fantastic guy. And uh, right now, we've, uh, we're have we on episode 91. Awesome. We're uh, reaching episode 100 in the next probably nine weeks, because I'm planning to just keep going. And I'm actually going to be doing Beaver Does Movies does the beaver with mel gibson oh my god oh yes and i'm inviting my dad on oh my god so it's triple beaver (laughs) i've been trying to figure out what to do (laughs) i've been trying to figure out how to bring my mom on the show i I was gonna say i've been trying to do with my mom (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't translate well i think trump has another tweet something about (laughs) (laughs) what he wants to do with my mom is that probably (laughs) what the tweet is about uh where can they find your podcast uh you can uh, find it on beaverdoesmovies.com 
We also have the Instagram, which is at Beaver Does Movies, and then Twitter at Beaver Does. Um, and then just hit me a line if you uh, have any questions, comments, or concerns. We've all done the show. It's a great fucking show. It's a lot of fun, as much yep. as I was forced to watch Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> the un, oh, the unauthorized bio. Of that was awesome. I, that did was... I did a whole month of uh, Lifetime yeah, movies. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Sean and Todd, please tell them what your show is about. You doing this? <laughs> you Me? go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, you can find our podcast on all your stream, all your streaming favorites. Uh, just look up Sean Geek. Uh, it shows up in just about every single player. Or you can go to the website, which is seanmcginnity.ca. And uh, where is that again? I think it's at seanmcginnity.ca. <laughs> Sorry, seanmcginnity.ca. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Sean S E A N. And yes, yes. yes. seanmcginnity.ca. Yeah. Right? Make sure there's two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just putting one in. If he doesn't, I'm quitting. Um, yeah, not to be confused with the footballer, Sean, M- Sean McGinty, who's a whole, <laughs> diff- who's a whole different hooligan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, on Twitter, at Sean Geek Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I copied you on that, actually. I, I put my LinkedIn. I was like, yeah, yeah. Put this on my page. That's you right. know what? I get a lot of hits on there. It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. Yeah, people. I always get. I I always get guys who want to help me with my sound, and I don't know. If oh yeah, I get that. You know, all, yeah, like, I get that. All I time. work for this company. You should let us sample. I'm like, no. I fuck. I'm not paying you. Get, yeah. They're also on uh, Reddit, for Tumblr, free? all those. All oh. where I'm on every. I don't can't even remember which ones I'm on. But you got a MySpace. I, I do have a MySpace. Well, I think we all I still have a MySpace. Remember. We just can't yeah. access it. I, I, yeah, yeah, same. Exactly. I forgot my password years ago. It's on Tumblr, Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can post podcasts. There. Maybe you know what? <laughs> you might have hit on something. I, maybe I am on those things because I keep getting "Hey, sexy" and all, into my inbox all the time. That's just me sending you voicemails. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I've been tempted Hello, to... Hello, Sean. <laughs> I've been tempted to do like a, a porn a Pornhub video, like account for Beaver Does Movies. Oh, yeah. Doing something like that. God, you would fucking get so many hits just because of your fucking name. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that's so genius. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what do you guys talk about on the show? Let everybody know. Oh, yeah. Have a chance to listen. Uh, it, basically, the show is really me and, me and Todd just talking about stuff. It's uh, Geek Dad. So dads. much stuff. Like, it's you guys yeah. touch on everything. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's The premise is Geek Dads talk geek culture. But, I mean, it really hits on everything. We do have a tendency to talk about back home uh, quite a bit. Music. That's where you're from. Yeah, uh, music quite a bit, and uh, usually I'll hit Todd up with uh, something nerdy he knows nothing about, and he offers the layman's version <laughs> of uh, his lack of homework, right? Yeah. Like, the layman's I, version I don't of, usually have homework. That's, yeah, that's, a layman's version one, of comic two, books, movies, and TV. I assure you, Todd, the next time you five, come on, six, we will do... I get eight pages of homework. <laughs> I get, look, look at him. Eight pages of homework. <laughs> Take a picture of that and send it to me. We'll put it online. I love um, it. I want to tell you something, Todd. I winged it. Did I you? Wi- I didn't write anything down. I, I noticed you were going. Yeah. You had no notes, buddy. I actually wrote a script. I. Th- you said script. I'm like, okay, I'll write a script. Yeah, no, I, that's. I. I just. I. To 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 obsess about movies. I want to be able to talk movies. So yeah. I just started using all the lingo yeah. with everything that I do. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a fucking nerd like that. <laughs> so. A lot, of, a lot of times when we're doing our podcast, there's, sometimes there's not really any type of format. He'll call me and we'll just start talking about something and we'll hit a subject and then we'll just run with it. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, and those are the best conversations. And yeah. it'll be, it may be something that an article that he read and I haven't. So he'll, he'll, he'll look it up. 
he'll research it he'll ask me my two cents on it and I'll give him my opinion and sometimes it'll it'll be it, it's kind of a surprising answer to him it, it seems that he he didn't think that I'd go into that direction well I'm too in the box that's the problem so he he counters my my in the box mentality over comic books or that's the kind of brother you fucking want you yeah. want the one who's going to ca- be your counter yeah. right that's yeah. no that's I, I, yeah if I had a brother, I'd want you, Todd. <laughs> I want Todd as a brother. Yeah, I can be bought. <laughs> I am. I'm actually going to be starting a new thing with a buddy of mine. And if you guys want to come back and do it, it's called "Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda," or "Would you, Should you, Could you?" Is what its working title is right now. Where we take a scene and we go, "Would we? Should we? Or could we?" That's actually, I, I love that idea. So can with you? With no homework, though. With no homework. It's just watch That's the scene. Better. It's just Sweet. watch yeah. the scene. Sweet. And then, and then it's, <laughs> could you do what they do in the movies? Because movies are always overblown scenarios from real life, sure. right? Yeah. Like I was, and, and this is inspired by my buddy who I was watching some law movie and he was in the room and he's like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> Lawyers' lives are not like this. And I was like, okay. Well, what are they like? And then I was like, okay, how do we make this? Like, I don't want to interview a cop and then talk about cop shit. Yeah, yeah. Because whatever. But like, I was like, okay, but what could we do? Could we eat people like they do in a live? Could you get your dick caught in your fly (laughs) and survive the night? Right. Like these kinds of things with 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 your personality and your wherewithal that you know right now. And then we just dissect the scene and go over. I like that. I like that. That's a great idea. I promise you no homework. Tom. Sweet. (laughs) Just show up. We'll watch the scene and then we'll shoot the shit. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of The Real Debaters. This is fun as always. We hope you enjoyed it as well, too. Uh, you can find us on our website at therealdebaters.podbean.com. Like I said earlier, you can email us, therealdebaters. <laughs> it's all, and, and before we go on, it's R E E L for all the spelling. Uh, find us on Twitter at Real Debaters, Instagram at Real Debaters, and just search The Real Debaters Podcast on Facebook. Um, I have been Michael Petro. To my left has been James Beaver, Sean McGinnity, Todd Fast Right Fingers, <laughs> and we're gone. <laughs>